Welcome to the Saniac Podcast. If you are new here, we do live weekly recaps of MTV's The Challenge, and we also are doing some survivor content, and we'll also have some interviews coming out soon. So join us here on our Facebook page for all of our live content. And of course, we are on all the podcast platforms. You can check us out at saniacpodcast.com. We are also on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. Uh, let me just close this out. Zach is sorting out his lighting so he can look a little bit better for us. <laughs> we'll see if that does anything. Uh, how is everybody tonight? I'm so excited to be finally doing fucking survivor content, you guys. We have had the craziest survivor season. I'm so pleased with Winners at War. I can't even explain. Let's see who's here right now. All right. Who is drinking tonight who is smoking tonight i have had a coffee for the first time in eight months you guys so i'm gonna be off the walls like i can't believe i had a coffee this late at night but i was so tired i needed to wake up (laughs) and it was delicious now i remember why i used to drink coffee what's Uh, up party people hey arlene yes joe hey jamie hey irving gilberto jamie robert i said jamie twice well johnny can you hear me yeah i can hear you hey derek good uh, Derek, we need to chat UFC at some point because I'm not sure that this fight is going to end up happening, but look, we can oh, all pray. UFC side chat. I like it. We, we, yeah, yeah, we'll get a little UFC side chat. We're mostly going to be doing Survivor content tonight, but you know us. The tangents are going to come. Yeah, I mean, we're going we're gonna to hit it all. I've, I've personally invited Challenge yeah. cast members and Survivor cast members to jump on. I'm hoping Tony Vlachos accepts my invite to get on live with us. <laughs> that would be phenomenal. Wow, Tony's yeah. been so funny this season. The What was the... What was it that he said? He had the funniest quote this last episode. Um, the price of milk's gone up. Oh my god, <laughs> I was dying when he said that. Holy I mean, shit! Without a doubt, the best part of this whole most recent episode was Tony having to borrow people's fire tokens in order to pay off his debt, and then being like, "I'll pay you back, bro. I swear, I'll pay you back as soon as I can." Like, what? How are you gonna be able to pay back four fire tokens? Well, he now has two he can pay back from this last win. He's been winning. He's been on fire. He's been. I know. Uh, oh, it, that yeah. made it so much better knowing that Tony was safe and he was just free to maneuver. As he <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. it was because that he's been so scared. You know, when he's not, yep. he's he's been freaking out. I yeah, I think he I think he made the best up. Yeah, last week was just amazing. Honestly, it was so good. This whole season has been phenomenal. It's just been crazy. It's sad though who's been eliminated but the gameplay has been so intense and crazy oh zach share this to some of the survivor groups too i'm doing that right now i'm posting it to all our spots plus fucking survivor groups groups that keep spoiling every episode for me i thought that i wasn't gonna get this week spoiled for me i unfollowed the groups everything and then robert you son of a bitch put out a tweet that was like sophie played a great game though oh robert spoiled the sophie boot for and you. i didn't even go on twitter i wasn't even on twitter it came as a notification it's like that twitter sucks yeah the world didn't want me to not have those not have the episode fucking spoiled ah early and can't smoke right now t- trying to get a real job i'm so sorry 
I wish I could smoke in studio. Like I live with my dad. It's so annoying. But when I have my own setup, people, this <laughs> podcast experience is going to be so different. You won't even be able to see me. It's going to be fog everywhere. <laughs> I am sending this I, everywhere. How do you, how have you guys been feeling about the challenges this season? I really like them. I know that they're doing a lot of challenges that have been played in past seasons and they're referencing them throughout, but I always like that in returnee seasons. I think they've been so good. I don't know if anyone else has noticed though, the construction of them has been far more colorful than usual. Like it's always colorful, but they have upped the brightness on the colors of the challenges, which has been quite beautiful. One immunity socially got all the tokens and flipped the game on Sophie's head when she was the best player this far. Yeah, it was a crazy move. I was a bit sad though. Don't you guys love Sophie? I love Sophie. I wasn't, I didn't want her to leave. I wish they had targeted Ben or someone. And I'm liking Ben, don't get me wrong, but I just loved Sophie's gameplay so far. I mean, I had to learn really early in the season as you know as we all saw when you want something this much when you want all these people that you love to return to the show then all of a sudden you have to deal with them all getting their heads chopped off and i know that was, but i didn't that even know i'd like sophie pre-merge i didn't even know uh, that well, i would you know i didn't even think that i would point. i developed like a I developed a bigger connection with people like sophie michelle you know they didn't make such a loud bang there for i'm I'm ambivalent on Michelle right now because I love Michelle and I know she's she's a social media favorite. She's a a Reddit favorite. She's a Is Facebook she? favorite. Yeah, and and I really do love Michelle and and I think that she played you know obviously such a better game in Korong than she got credit for. However, this season oh, um, she's been a little weaselly in the way that she's played. Maybe I'm just butthurt because she's you know been involved. <laughs> she's flipped in so, so many, many. Times and she's gotten like so many of my favorite players voted out. But um, but yeah, yeah I, I don't really see any way that that Michelle wins at this point. And if she did, I'd be like, wow. I I don't know how I feel about that. She's been like if hanging Mich on. If Michelle can win, that's phenomenal. Then whatever she does from here on out is amazing gameplay. So fucking hats off to her if that's the case. Shit. Look, I do love Michelle, but she was instrumental in Yule going out. And I'm still really butthurt about that. Uh, she was instrumental in Ethan going out. I'm incredibly butthurt about that. Uh, Wait, you know, let's go. Let's, I, I don't know if we want to do this chronologically because there's so much that's happened, but let's go through the evictions. Like, or not the evictions, sorry. The evictions. <laughs> Shani, you got you to get your head out of, out of Big Brother. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I'm living in so many different shows. Yeah, let, let's let's go vote by vote real quick. We'll, we'll just take a couple minutes. Also, guys, we're, I mean, the theme, the theme of this season, by the way, we have to just touch on this, has been crazy tribals. It's, it's this tribal scramble. It's the scramble in general. So I feel like yeah, every... The, the live tribal is crazy. very controversial right now. The live tribal, but also just each vote felt so... There's so much that happened to make each vote go down the way that they did you know the, the gameplay has just been through the roof there's never been a time when the votes were simple by any means and i feel like that's been the craziest part and ex as expected though you know it's robert it's, says that his ideal expected. final three is natalie tony and jeremy so he wants natalie to come back jeremy and she, he wants natalie to win the final um extinction challenge to get back in the game and obviously, Robert, by that logic, then you're clearly rooting for Tony, because if that was the final three, there's no way that Tony doesn't win the season. You've got you've got Natalie, who will have no chance coming back from extension because no one will vote for her because she got back in the game so late. She was first boot. You've got Jeremy, who. At yeah, but this wait, you're point, forgetting that you're forgetting that the entire jury is from the edge. It's not going to happen the way it happened on 38, though. Like, I th don't know. This is 
because all of those players coming into this game understand. But Natalie has done so much on the edge. She's done so much. She's found so many clues, so many different things. She's gotten so you many You guys mark my words. There's zero chance. Whoever comes back from the edge for the for the, the last edge challenge, there's no way that they're going to win. And they probably will make it to final tribal because just them sitting there would be almost like a goat. I hear what you're saying. With, with, because yeah. all the winners aren't going to want to vote for someone who went to the edge. But I feel like yeah. like someone like Tyson could possibly win if he came back from the edge. I, if I was Tyson, honestly, I don't even feel like Tyson will try in the next edge challenge because he knows he has no chance. He's already been booted twice. He's just going to make whatever. I, I, I'm I don't so wanna, sad. That's, that's wanna, probably yeah. my most bitter of all of the, uh, of all the, of the, the first time you went out or the second time, like all the times I was just so <laughs> mad. I was well, so we know sad you love Tyson, Shani. Yeah, we guys, know. I had a, um, I had a sex dream about Tyson. You guys, it was <laughs> so weird. I had taken so many edibles um the the day before and they've been giving me the most like vivid dreams and this one was just crazy i don't even know exactly what went down but it's just been nuts i have seen i've watched tyson's casting video before and it's the <laughs> best it's the best casting video ever it's tyson and all of his friends and his his now wife who was his girlfriend at the time and they're just hanging outside of a 7-eleven <laughs> and they're just like doing random shit in 7-eleven and that's what me and my friends used to do. So, you know, that's what it. they do in Japan. It's like super calm. When we were there, everyone was out on nights out in 7-Eleven, chilling, hanging out, <laughs> drinking. Like, yeah, we, we used right to outside. like we, we used to <laughs> kind of do it as a joke. Just be like, yeah, let's go hang outside of 7-Eleven. But it was still pretty fun too. you know, get some Slurpees, get some Laffy Taffies. Guys, if you don't know, when you dip a Laffy Taffy oh, into Laffy a Slurpee, it freezes. Dip a Laffy Taffy into a Slurpee and it freezes. My so jaw just break hurts off. thinking about a Laffy Taffy. Mm. Try right? it that way. Try it, try it frozen. Um, do you like the banana Laffy Taffies? <laughs> Is that like oh, yeah. Those are the best ones. Oh, you're one of those people. <laughs> yeah, those are the best ones. Come on, guys. <laughs> those are not the best ones. Not even at all. Um, did you notice that oh, the they episodes are. Are, are shorter? I didn't realize that they were. I feel like they're pretty long. No, I, I feel like because of the situation that we have right now, people are um you know they're craving for more content (laughs) yeah for a season like this clearly this is this is something i was i was thinking about i was ruminating on guys you know (laughs) i I took a lot of of vocab classes i was ruminating on this that so for a season like this where with so many legendary personalities so many people that you want to you want more content from obviously you could justify two hour episodes and then maybe an hour exclusive from the edge you know online or on cbs all Access. i would love that everybody you know i don't watch the bachelor but everybody knows that there is so much bachelor content on during the week you're getting hours upon hours of that so for this season yeah so for this season you could absolutely justify that for survivor but my thing is for people that you know when you're watching it in the moment that's one thing but for people that go back and binge watch these shows it is a lot different. If you have, when you're binge watching a 15 episode survivor season and it's 42 minutes an episode. I do that a bit. I binge watch a couple at a time. You know, I binge watch like two, three, four at a time, depending on how many have spoiled for me. (laughs) But then imagine if you're having to go back and binge watch a whole season of survivor and it's not this season, it's just some random season. And it's like an hour and 30 minutes per episode. So you have to essentially watch 15 movies just to get through, uh, just to get through it. And yeah. then, you know, and, and that's, that's why I've struggled with Big Brother even, even getting, th- getting to it because 
where what time do i have to watch 40 episodes of a big brother season the thing with doesn't big make Bro- sense it just depends on the season though for big brother but also i click the Not skip economic. ahead I, I i click the skip ahead like the 10 second 30 second whatever button when i'm watching big brother all the time because there's moments where there's just nothing going on what am i going to watch yeah. just like yeah. people doing absolute jack shit um, okay right. so first yeah let's first go eviction. through all the boots i mean first yeah. <laughs> first yo they're gonna boycott us they're gonna kick us <laughs> off survivor fan jury you guys that. i am so sorry i'm so <laughs> sorry okay all first right. boot Natalie Anderson this was so sad to me because I felt like she was one of my front runners I mean when we did the preseason podcast episode that was my Mm -hmm. that was one of my top picks right there so for her to get voted out first it was just it was tragic and it I I felt like that was foreshadowing for me for the rest of the season I knew that all my favorites were now about to just go home right away I I think that everyone was shocked by this because she was such a popular pick going in. People were so excited to have Natalie back. She was supposed to be on Game Changers, but that fell through. So then you have Natalie back in the game. She was supposed to be on Game Changers? Yes, she was. People Mm. see that Natalie is connected to Jeremy, obviously, and that they were starting on the same tribe. So we were thinking, oh my God, she's going to have numbers right away. And then she goes out and she... Not only that, but her going out, it set the wrong tone for me because I was like, okay, you know what? This is great. It means that the old schoolers aren't going to get ganged up on. Yeah, you know, no. there's going to be an even disbursement. <laughs> so they rope doped me for one week before, you got yeah, yeah, before the execution started. So Natalie, I liked her going in, but I was happy to lose her week one rather than my faves on that tribe. And honestly, here's here's the last thing about Natalie. If you remember, this vote was supposed to be either Denise or Adam. That's who they were talking about because they had the issue. And for Rob's game, when you look back on it, it was probably going to be Adam. And when you look back on it, Rob long-term screwed himself up because he mm. kept Adam around. Adam was snaky. Rob, actually so Adam, true. and Ben all end up on, on, the merge, on, on their swap tribe together. And Rob goes out. Rob had never had a chance at that point. So how does the game go if Adam goes out first? Oof. No telling. And there's so much shit stirring that Adam caused on so many of his tribes. It just felt weird to me. It was such a stupid target. It was one of those, we need a reason. It's the first vote. Let's just think of something and throw it out there. And I, I mm-hmm. hate that shit because there's kind of a bit of luck involved in that, you know. There's, there's, the first vote out is a bit of an unlucky shit situation. You don't really have time to develop much there. Well, Yes. And also, I, I, I think the, the question here becomes, you know, let's, <laughs> Natalie let's say does that have eventually... seven fire tokens. See, that's <laughs> why I think that she could win if she made it back, because she literally had she's the richest person in the game right now. That is uh, wishful thinking, Shani. There is no way that on the Survivor All Winners most legendary season in show history that all these players who know the game and they know the legacy are going to be like, OK, we saw how 38 played out let's let's yeah yeah but this edge is so different i feel like this is so different to 38 it's just a different experience completely you can't really well it's definitely different in in that it's people that you already love so much (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) you know it's so much different than having to watch chris underwood (laughs) oh god uh all right so next vote was amber i didn't care for this one like i i listen i don't mind amber by any means i think she was cool her first season i like her relationship with rob i think it's cute i'm not obsessed with them like so many other people are but of all of the other people that could have gone home i was fine with it being amber um and i don't really feel like she did much you know she looked for an idol for a little bit (laughs) i mean yeah but like there was just i don't know that it was not as uh 
Yeah, there just wasn't much there. I mean, she's been doing a bit on the edge, though. I will say that. A- Amber was was one of the people who you loved to see her name on the cast list. Like, wow. I absolutely did not think that they could get her to play again. So it, you could tell that it was important to CBS to get Robin mm. Amber both there. And Well, the and, couple, that's yeah. a big, that's a big thing. That's a statement, you know, they and, met and on. I agree. I, I agree with the decision. I mean, it makes so much sense to have Amber there. Uh, and then honestly, it's, it's pain. It's painless. Like Amber being on the cast makes sense. It looks great. And then she goes out first on her tribe second in the game. Okay. Yeah, so you, you have it. You get the yeah. moment where Rob sees that she's been voted out. And now uh, they're overall, on the edge together. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Living on the edge. <laughs> um, all right. So then it's Danny. And this is a, a move that I think really hurt Rob. We could say the Adam, you know, choosing Natalie over Adam hurt Rob as well. I think this one was a big mistake because it set the precedent. It sort of just divided the old school players, you know, instantly yes. it was it was them going for each other and then they lost their numbers. Even if Danny was wishy-washy and a bit, I don't know, just constantly changing her mind every five seconds and unreliable and untrustworthy, at the end of the day, you know, when you have that common factor of you all being old schoolers, you really do have to keep that in mind. You have to stick together because like we saw, they then ended up getting all fucking picked up one by one by the new school players. So this was yeah. definitely not a good precedent to set uh, in my opinion, Danny was not the right move to make. She was she was kind of someone that I felt like you just had to baby her a bit more, work with her Danny a bit more, seemed, talk to her a bit more. Danny seemed like the one player this season who was so um, so disconnected from the game that when she came back, she was completely in over her head. You know, yeah. she really based on the edit, and we have to go by what the edit tells us. The you know, uh, in in this case, it, it she shot herself in the foot. She was very worried about about Parv. She started, you know, really just messing around with the whole thing. Um, I and, she should have talked to people before. Her. She should have talked to people before the season. Why did they not all come together more before the season and discuss things? Well, because they didn't pregame like like the new school. I mean that that is the thing that that watching yeah. this is so obvious is that the season uh, season twenty nine, which would be Natalie up to season 37, which is Nick and all the players in between that, they were all pre-gamed going in. And then naturally they, they managed to pull in, you know, some of the middle season 20, you know, 20 to 30 yeah. players. Um, and that like, that is perfectly clear. And when you look at the numbers, when you look at those players versus the seven or eight, you know, true pre-heroes versus villains, old schoolers, they were completely outnumbered. The, the newer players uh, did have a pregame agreement going on. And, and I, I don't, I don't, I won't listen to anybody tell me otherwise. I think that's, that's obvious. <laughs> no, Jeremy they obviously the sh- did. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Are you kidding so, me? In, in that regard, you can tell that the older players, they were trying to fit in. They weren't trying to play it that way. Rob, Ethan and Parv ended up playing it that way out of necessity. Mm. And it blew up once Danny fell off, but they were outnumbered on that tribe anyways. You know, they, they were lucky in the first vote that Adam and Denise weren't on the same page as Jeremy and Natalie. They mm. were lucky there. But once that flipped, you saw how quickly Adam went to the other side of it. And that's so stupid. They, he, yeah, I, and they started honest... getting picked off. But but yeah, I thought that that's why I thought that Yule was so impressive in the first episode that he saw that. And right away, he tried to link up with Nick and Wendell. And then that. Blew oh, up yeah. His face. sort of his his little. I'm still salty about that. Crew. I'm still salty about that because Wendell and Michelle clearly. Same. That was a the, weird the, move because you always so trust drama, Despite the fake drama they, they tried to play off to us. Wendell and Michelle were 
just about each other's number one and two going in there. Plus you add in Nick. And yeah, so I am a little upset about that. Uh, you will get in swap screwed, Rob getting swap screwed. But, you know, in yeah, so that's where what, you could say that Danny do going out triggered tribes, something. Do you think the tribe swaps are actually random? In this case, I think so. In, yeah. uh, in this one. Um, because I always are, wonder if they have them, if they have the rocks. Like, I don't know. I just wonder. Because there's no way that if, producers would leave that time. I mean, you could make the you could make the case being that you know who the production favorites are and you yeah. saw what happened from the swap. Yeah, you lost Rob, Carve, and, and Sandra right away. So, <laughs> you know, if production if production had their choice, it would have been Rob, Parv, Yule. And and Sandra, they would have all ended up on the same tribe. That, that swap. <laughs> With like a but few easy just, sheep. Yeah, it just uh, didn't go that well, way, um, unfortunately. Jonathan, why do you want Nick to leave so bad? I like him. You like? I like Nick. I think he's, he's playing a, a great game. He has no chance. He's good. He has no chance to win, but he's Full playing. Like a, he's playing a good game. If he gets to the end with really shitty players, then he does have a chance. He's the shittiest player, though. <laughs> he's the player with the least chance out there right now. We don't know what moves he can make from now until the end. I mean, we just saw what he did. Yeah, he but like if he could Tony, right? He so he helped... got out Sophie. What if he gets out Tony? Who knows what could happen? The possibilities are endless. But you've seen the way he's played all season and you've seen at least how the edit has shown him. He's been the guy going to other people to say, yeah, leave Nick alone. I'm with Irving. I'm with Irving. Uh, (laughs) All right. Next, next. um, Oh my God. I keep wanting to say eviction. This is actually ridiculous. Um, Next person was Ethan. This was horrible. This is horrible on so many, on so many accounts. First of all, he's a Jew. We obviously have that connection. (laughs) I love him so dearly. Also everything he stands for. He's so inspirational. He's just like, he's just a good solid human being. So for him to go out, that was rough. And they made it so emotional. You know, they, I mean, everyone online made it emotional. The the fucking show made it emotional. It was, it was a rough one. Honestly, that was hard. Brutal. Um, I was pissed. They just didn't have to I was vote also, for him. I, I was also pissed because this was the first moment of the season that one of these survivor groups spoiled for me before it happened. And I was really oh. pissed about it. Mm. Um, like they, they were really all, pissed. every single episode of spoils for me. Every because single. everyone was talking on the group, like, what do you guys think is going to happen? Like, who's, is it going to be part of that's going to go out? Is it going to be Rob? And then I'll never forget, it's two days before the episode airs <laughs> and someone writes, it's Ethan, smiley face emoji. And they just present it in a way where you know that they're just being a dickhead no just way wait this was then, two days before the episode yeah and then i, I called them, the person oh, out crazy. and i was like i was like dude if this is a spoiler like go fuck yourself and i checked back a day you know i checked back the day of the episode and i see that the comment was deleted which once again surefire sign that that's what's going to happen that they had to delete it so oh, i wasn't happy about that so and then sad. i saw the way that ethan go went out and um man i was so convinced going into this season that the way like I was convinced Ethan was just going to fly. He was just going to fly through to the merge. Same. I didn't think anybody would want to take a shot at him. Yeah. Yeah. And it just showed, like, it shows you how pre-gamed the newer players were. That, like, Mm. they were willing to take a move like that. Shit, we needed Ethan in there. He could (laughs) have done some damage. That was, it was fucking cold-blooded of them. It felt like when they voted out Francesca for the second time again. Like, that's like. (laughs) Francesqua. Fran, whatever the fuck. Yeah, like that. (laughs) Francesqua. Fran, always out first, Fran. I I love you, special agent. That's, that's really what, oh my God. special agent that's really what it felt like like it was that cold blood it was just it's just so unnecessary i felt like they could have taken shots at, why did they do that again why did they choose ethan over over rob and stuff 
the only reason that Rob stayed in is because I think he had enough of an agreement with Adam and with Jeremy and they didn't want to cross it. Like what a stupid reason. Yeah. And then Adam crosses it the next episode. I just wanted to see some of these new schoolers who are super fans of the show want to link up with some of the old schoolers and play with them. I mean, the Sandra vote, we'll, we'll talk about that, but that pissed me off as well. All right, next up was Tyson. Wow, people are people are ripping on the special <laughs> agent right now, and I will not stand for it. Yeah, fucking, I hate Philip too. He's so annoying. You guys are crazy. Do you guys great, not like to be entertained? Whoa, 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 whoa. Great, great TV, of course, but um, just, uh, no, like, just. If there is a Survivor Legends season, you best believe Phil's coming back. Somebody Le- like, named John, who's John Earth? Yeah, he's, he's. Uh, to me too. He, he wants to be he wants to be friended up or something something about it so here's here's the deal yeah, if Rob, you go Rob, back Rob. and you rewatch season 26 survivor caramo and fans versus favorites too philip would have won that game he was the top dog in that game malcolm literally malcolm sacrificed his entire game just to take philip out like that oh i remember this was that the season with what's his face (laughs) the crazy kid yeah with brandon with with yeah oh my god that was one of the best scenes ever when he gets sent out i mean that's it was priceless he's throwing the rice around and then fucking priceless what a psycho um (laughs) philip and i rewatched that season not that long ago philip is leading the charge he is the mastermind behind everything no, and it he is just not until Malcolm... he was the mastermind he kept no he, he was, was but he not really like he just was. he just thinks he is he just thinks he, he had is. brandon in his back pocket he had but sherry was, in his back pocket oh, and then he's brandon so annoying honestly so. that season actually pissed me off with him because malcolm the other one suicided had... his whole game to take out philip Malcolm is the best player to never win. Ooh, controversial I, statement. I, I know I, a lot of people say Serena. Good, a lot but... of people play Malcolm, say Malcolm. So a lot of people say who? Who'd you say before that? A lot of people say Suri. A lot of people say Malcolm. I love Suri. Suri should have won one of them. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> when she just kept staying in in her first season, I was so shocked. Like for the first episode, I was like, this bitch yeah, needs 12. to go. This bitch yeah. needs to go. And then and then she stayed. Yeah, she, she made it all the it, way through. Made it through. Uh, all right so next was tyson obviously um this was depressing to me at this point by the way the episode so the episodes get spoiled for me because i'm on fucking pacific time and everybody on east coast time posts right after it starts right after it ends all everything that happened all over the group so it was always spoiled for me and this one is when i took a pause i couldn't watch the next few episodes because i found out tyson got I got got the boot and I was just I was gonna say evicted again I can't (laughs) I found out Tyson left and I was so fucking sad so I didn't watch the next few episodes after because then it kept coming out the spoilers were Rob then it was Parvati and I was like oh my god like this is just tragic I can't watch any of this shit Tyson's was really bad though I mean uh, why why was he he's such a good meat shield I expected him to go so much further just off the bat I mean, you need to you need to do something about your situation. You're there on the West Coast. You need to understand, like Survivor 40. You got to be watching that live, or else you're going to get screwed. I can't that watch is, it live. It's so annoying. I've that tried is so many the kind things. of show where, as soon as it's on, like you have to be on Twitter, like involved <laughs> in in all of that. And it's it's the way that Game of Thrones used to be when Game of Thrones was still good before it. Ugh, before fuck Game of Thrones. It became complete garbage. I watched but the first was, three seasons of that show and it was blah. 
Wow, you watched the you watched the best seasons and you were like, eh. I literally was like, eh. that's weird. <laughs> At I the mean, end of it, I was just like, what is even happening? I don't even understand any of it. There's so it's much right. going on. We, we don't we don't need to get into that. I've I've wasted enough of my life talking about that show that hasn't been good in literally like five years at this point. Um, but anyways, so yeah, but that's the kind of show. Wait, where... whoa, whoa! This is hilarious. Malcolm used to write Snooki and Wow's blogs for them. Did you? know Oh, that? I, I heard that. Yeah, he he was um so funny. He he did an interview with with uh, Rob Sesternino <laughs> recently where he was talking about that. That's pretty legit. It was actually fucking hilarious. I did not know that he. That's a that's a funny fact. That's that's not just a fun fact. It's a funny fact. And that that was after Survivor. That was uh, after he was oh, on the show. Oh, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's even crazier. Yeah, that's to like me. a career that he got into. That's hilarious. Okay, wait. So Tyson leaving. Let's get back to that. This was sad. Okay. Tyson going out. Sad. It was unfortunate. You know, I at the time I was worried about Tony. Tony not going in with Tyson. I was worried that he would get screwed. Mm. I'm not worried about that anymore because Tony's <laughs> the number one top dog out there. But, you know, I, wa- I was hoping that maybe we'd get like a Tony Sandra going in with Tyson self-preservation thing. But once Sandra Same, that's heard what that I Tyson wa- that's said what her- I, That's what I was hoping for. Once Sandra heard that Tyson said her name, which may or may not have been true. I don't even think that that happened. Or no, he did say her name at some point. No, he did back- say your name, yeah. but, but it was it's fleeting it was fleeting once i got back to her yeah she was never down to work with him tyson was my number one pick coming in i thought he would have the best chance i thought that he was connected enough on both sides to everyone and i just thought like the person that i saw play on on blood versus water i thought that he was so in control and so mm. ahead of the game i thought we were just going to see that again but really he he ended up on a bad tribe it just didn't he was on the bottom immediately. He had to give up all power just to survive the first vote. Yeah, it was this this recover. poker alliance bullshit, yeah. you know, this thing yep. that, I mean, there was so much circulating around that. I felt like Tyson had such a good chance as well just because he's such a hilarious person. He's not too over the top with things. He's got a good social game. He's got a, a good political game. I was just expecting so much more. And I don't understand why people, because t- he's so useful too as an ally. Obviously, he's not trustworthy yeah. as you know as trustworthy as many other people. But but it's Survivor; you can't really trust anyone. And he he's someone who's useful, though. You know, he's always thinking about things. If you want to hide behind him, he's a good person to hide behind. It's just weird that so many of these massive targets didn't think let's keep the bigger targets in. All of the little peas ended up running the fucking game. You've got like Michelle in there for so long, Wendell, who no one expected to do any sort of damage, staying in there for her longer than all these old schoolers. I mean, it was weird. It was just weird. This is a situation. It's such a classic, once, it's such a classic strategy. Once too. it started becoming clear who was getting picked off, it, it did make you think like, what if they, sh- and, and look, I am not complaining. This is the season I've been waiting for forever. You know, this is something that I wish desperately that, that the challenge would do is, is to, to cast like this in this way. But once I realized what was going on, it did make you think like, what could have been done to, you know, could they have balanced it a little more? Could you have had 10 people pre-heroes versus villains, 10 Mm. people post-heroes versus villains? You could have maybe done an old school and a new school tribe, or you could have just divided them. Oh, old school and a new school tribe would have been cool. I actually think that would have been cooler. Because by the time you get to a swap or a merge, it's it's even, or uh, theoretically. So let's say that the, the way it turned out, you've got 
Tyson, Rob, Parv, Yule, Sandra, um, Danny. I love Sandra. I'm so sad about that too. Ethan. <laughs> and and those, those were the only, I, yeah, those were the seven pre uh, Heroes versus Villains players. You know, you could have had maybe JT in there. I was surprised they did, they didn't cast oh, JT. Oh yeah, why wasn't they, JT yeah. in there? I feel like they, he's they such took, a prominent winner. Yeah, T- Tina got you know she got removed last minute from the list. Apparently Earl was supposed to go out. But I love he, Tina. Yeah, Earl had an issue. Uh, you know, he he had his wife had just had a baby right as oh, as fun. you know. Yeah, you can't leave right then. Take off. So there's a couple of different ways they could have played it, but it just didn't work out that way. And this How is what come, we got. Um, uh, what was the deal with Hatch not being on there? Like, what was that whole, the scandal? Really, I mean, it, it, it seems to be that they He wanted are, to go on, right? He claims that, and I mean, take it with a grain of salt. He, he claims <laughs> that they told him he was in. His bags were packed. He was going. Oh, no and, way. And that they told him last minute he was off. I mean, we don't know if that's true. But I, I don't know, but yeah, I, the the way that Jeff says it from from CBS's side, they they could not risk it because of Richard's incident, which he was cleared of, by the way, with Sue on All Stars, based on what happened on um, Island of the Idols. They they couldn't, you know, they couldn't bring that. Oh yeah, but but what about the other incident during the challenge? Uh oh, you have frozen for me. Please say I did not freeze for everybody. See, there you go. <laughs> there you I go. just had your face. Your face was your frozen face. after you said "um," and I was like, "Oh my god, she's she's really building up to something here." I've I've I've, I've lost my train of thought. Um, it's a meditation. Um, okay, so then we have Rob going out. Well, Robert, Robert, bringing up Jenna Maraska. Here's the thing about Jenna Maraska, though. She's she's been doing that hair on. Apparently, she's she's been you know. No way. She got she got busted for for DUI. She was nodded off in her car. Oh my god, I'm googling this. And yeah, apparently they they uh, they found some substances in her car. Shit, um, that's so, so sad. I hope I that's- love I love Jenna. I hope she's doing great. She's a Pennsyl- fellow Pennsylvania resident, even though she's Western Pennsylvania, and I don't really acknowledge. <laughs> you don't fuck with the Western I Pennsylvania. <laughs> I don't really acknowledge middle or Western PA. Um, in, in the current about the valley. yeah in, in in yeah so i'm you know but all, all all respect it would have been interesting to get a little jenna ethan maybe we got some drama there they used to i know date. i was gonna say that would have been kind of cool <laughs> i would have loved to have seen that oh my god jonathan did you listen to shane uh shane just got he was just on on rob has a podcast talking to rob last week um and it was incredible it's one of the it's one of the best interviews i've heard it got me so hyped up to it he dropped it on wednesday it got me so hyped up to watch the episode he's still smoking night. cigarettes <laughs> uh yeah i'm pretty sure Dude, shane is a madman he is incredible he was so funny i remember when i was watching that season i was just messaging you like who is this fucking crazy he cat is so like <laughs> oh, just all timer um, okay, so Rob leaving. I mean, it was it was inevitable for me at that point. I knew Rob was going to go. It felt like he had just lost his powers. Um, and this was was this when he had made everybody sit in the fucking yeah, that was great. Shelter? Body system on steroids. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! I was dying at this whole thing because you have to you have to think about it, right? Like they're all forced to sit there. It's so awkward. I can't even be in a room where there's tension for more than a couple minutes. You're yeah. sitting there for hours, and there's just this. I mean, tension thick, thick like a fucking rope. You gotta saw through it to get through it. It's crazy. Oh, I could, so I could do it. That's cringing. Looking about at Rob. it. 
going into the season, people were were over him. There's a there's a lot of anti-Rob stigma in the survivor community. People know Why? That, that Jeff loves him. Well, we're we come from the challenge community. So there's a big difference here. And 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 I need to highlight this for you guys. Imagine, mm. like in the survivor community, people are so sick of Rob, they say, Oh my god, because he's been on four, so many it times. It took him four tries to win the game. He's played five <laughs> times, he's been on six seasons. You guys imagine rob is the face of survivor and he's played the game five times imagine watching the challenge and having to watch johnny bananas and car maria every season two times a year they've been on johnny's been on 20 seasons like yeah but that's that's why they don't like yeah that's why it's it's but that's but the thing is the challenge needs to do a bit more of what survivor does and bring people on less frequently because it is more pleasant that way for sure for sure yeah, you, I mean, I enjoy it. I look, think Rob's I cool. Rob, Rob's cool because he was cool early on. We forget those. those I loved seeing Rob this season. I more than I thought when I saw the first episode. I was like, "Wow, this is great! I get to watch Boston Rob, and he's really entertaining right now." Wait, did I you want him to go? Did you see the picture of him in a in, a in a New York Yankees hat or something? And yeah, so, somebody yeah. was like a meme, like the biggest fraud you've ever seen, and it's Boston Rob in a New York Yankees hat. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I was fucking dying at that. That was hilarious. Whoever made that meme snapped for you. The Survivor memes, they put challenge memes to shame. Like if you go on Survivor Reddit the day after an episode airs, the night the meme, of an episode. Yeah, like the meme game is top notch. It's incredible. There's some I, stuff that comes out and I'm just belly laughing. The survivor community is so much bigger. I think that's why there's, I mean, so much bigger. People are way more active. They're, they're crazy. Yeah. The yeah. challenge community is very active, but it's smaller. It's more survivor. Tiny. Reddit is pretty great. I must say challenge. Reddit is frustrating. Survivor. Reddit. Is, I don't like challenge Reddit at all. I find it hard to go on and interact with those people. I don't feel like they like us. So when they see our name challenge, Reddit, honestly, know. it's like, it's people that mostly don't go on challenge Facebook. So it's like I spend all week arguing with challenge Facebook people, and then I look at Reddit, and they have the same like ridiculous takes. You're like, and at no. that one, I just don't have energy. I, I'm not even going to get into. You it. lose energy to argue? Is that? Even oh my possible? god! I went on challenge Reddit today, and there was a thread about CT, and there's a bunch of people like, yeah, yeah CT six. Oh yeah, five. I tagged you in that. <laughs> yeah, people are like, oh yeah, CT six oh. five, and and then somebody goes, what do you mean? No, CT's like six foot, and then they go, no, he's not. He's six five, and then I just got to be like, oh, I can't do this anymore. He's the same height as Cam. They're both 6'5". I can't fucking (laughs) do it, you guys. So anyways, Rob got swap screwed. I mean, he ended up with four other people. But he also screwed himself a bit. With this, there's not really much he could have done. I'm sorry, but the psycho buddy system was a bit much because what but he I, was done by that point. Yeah, but Sophie but not, and Sarah had both not, said they're not going to work. But not really, them. like because you had Sophie and Sarah, then you had the three boys, right? They could have. What could have happened is, is he could have let them all talk. They would have all flipped again on Rob, and then he could have spoken to them again before tribal and flipped it back around on one of the girls. You know, like there was there was opportunity for flow to happen there, and I feel like because he was so restrictive, he then made it next to like he just completely shot himself in the foot with that because that to the boys was the final straw you know so i think i think from rob's perspective he knew his only chance was his original tribe mate sticking with him and he had to have known that was a precarious (laughs) position because adam's been flip-flopping Ben's been flipped. But if he already knew that he was going to be screwed, then why not actually go about it in a smarter way? Like, obviously, keeping them at the shelter was not like, come on, Rob. Like, the buddy system works if it's mellow, not if it's. Rob, like- Rob, Rob knew he had no chance, in my opinion. His only chance would have been to find an idol, and that, <laughs> that didn't happen. Sophie found an idol, and that was that. 
Yeah, I wanted the old schoolers to find more idols. I wish that they had had more idols yeah. in play in those early uh, in those early votes. It just would have been uh, it would have been better. Okay, yeah, so- I mean it, it does say uh, it, it does say a lot that I believe the the oldest uh, by season players that have found idols this season are, are Sophie and Kim, and that's season twenty three and twenty four. How old is Sophie? Sophie's only like late thirties, mid thirties, maybe. She looks These so players good aren't season. old. The oldest player on the season was Denise. She's not even 50 yet. She's only like 48, 49. Oh, no way. Denise's yeah. body yeah. is insane. She's like a, fun, she's a fucking athlete, athlete. She is. It's, yeah, she it's is. nuts. Um, okay, so then we have Parvati. This <sighs> was uh, tragic. This was so tragic, but I knew it was coming. I was just hoping that maybe Nick being such a big fan, you know, would have sided with Parvati and done something, but he just didn't. I was so annoyed with that. How could he not? I just couldn't imagine. Like, why not, Nick? Why not? You know, why not? This is why the Wendell, this is when the Wendell Michelle thing officially started bothering me. Because oh, Sophie's only point- 30. Damn. All right. That doesn't make any sense. Hold on. At at this point, Wendell and Michelle are clearly playing together, but they're not fully acknowledging it. Michelle goes up to Wendell. She's like, all right, you know, I will, um, I will vote for, I'll vote, you know, I I can't vote for par, but give me your tokens anyways. You know, I'm with you guys. And that's when it bothered me. It's like, wow, they're, they're not even considering voting out Michelle between Michelle and Parv. They're just going to go for Parv. Parv got swaps group two. And and really, realistically, the person who was probably hurt the most by this was Yule, because if Yule would have flopped to play yeah. with Paul, then, you know, and I mean, they were both on Cook Islands together. They, I, they, I don't understand why they didn't work together. Why was Yule so much more? But that's also why it's weird that they voted out Yule, because he was so loyal to them that he voted out It shows out you the, the edit is just all off, I mean, because just not. Yule had no thoughts of flipping on his alliance at all when it came to <laughs> Parvati. And then in the next, you know, the next episode he's you know they're they're showing clips of him talking about voting wendell out in my opinion like something had to have happened that spurned him you know like even more Mm. than we saw that spurned him to be like all right we'll vote out wendell like they had to have been coming to him saying let's get rid of wendell let's get rid of he also was really staunchly for voting out parv aggressively so yeah. to the point where par was like well there's no chance there's no chance there's yeah no chance. He, he wasn't gonna flip on his alliance and it's yeah it was just another situation where i'm looking at that yes. and it's god you know it's par it's it's my you know. the old schoolers played so stupid i'm sorry to say it but they just did they were they were too they're too much of adults they're they're playing kindly they're they, they, they were present. out they really were outnumbered though and and yeah but come on they weren't outnumbered in that one instant you could have you could have switched over and voted out one of the boys you know what i mean they had so many opportunities it they was just a, didn't it, take it, them it hurts to, to think that yule didn't do it but honestly let's think about it this way if yule was gonna flip and be like okay i'll vote i'll vote wendell out was yeah. michelle really still gonna vote wendell i don't think she was because her and well, wendell, why don't they vote for nick they were so much more together than than it was led on the only reason Michelle voted for Wendell in that tribal was to stay loyal to Parv and try and get her tokens. I mean, she, she said it. So what if Yule was actually down to flip? Would Michelle have done it? When Wendell got actually voted out, Michelle didn't even vote for him. This, this, these are the issues that I'm having with mm. Michelle this season. She's just been very Weasley, and I don't think the edit is doing but her But I anything. kind of like the Weasley, Michelle. I love Michelle. I like I'm Weasley, just, Michelle. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not liking this because she's – She's getting rid of people I like, and it's been to the detriment of her game. It hasn't been to but the But her and Parv her. were so cute for that brief little moment when they were just together on the tribe. I thought that they had a cute little relationship. I, I thought so, too. And then Michelle's, you know, in Wendell's ear saying, hey, you know, we'll take her out. Just, you know, I want her tokens. 
Wendell was annoying. Wendell, Wendell was like a little time bomb, right? He was he wasn't in the game for super long, but he did tons of damage while he was there. I like what Evan's saying here. Uh, what did you think when when Nick told Parv that he had a crush on her? Oh my god, what a fucking moment! I might I find it so hard to watch TV when there's an embarrassing thing happening. I'll have to pause it. I can't. I just I can't continue it. Sometimes I'll pause it and I'll completely close my screen and just have to watch things later. Like yeah. that's that's the extent for me. And I definitely paused that. Shit. I was just like, don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, I, I love, um, the, the, this is great. Who said that? Fa- I love Joe saying that Fabio should have been on this season. I, I'm watching, I'm watching Nicaragua right now. And that, that season is just, it's batshit crazy. I, I agree. That would have been hilarious. They should have casted Fabio. Um, all right. So then we have Sandra. This was so stupid on Denise's part, in my opinion. Whole on Denise's week. part. Yeah. Oh, I think she should have. I think she should have gone for someone else. You had Sandra who was trying to work with her. Whether she was going to 100% commit to Denise or not, Sandra was saying she wanted to work with her. She gave her the heads up on what was going up on in Tribal. Uh, fucking gave her the immunity idol for a fire token or whatever the hell it was. And and then Denise screws her over. Like That could have been someone that would have been an ally on her side. Sandra is someone who nobody would have voted for at the end because she wasn't going to be making big moves. She wasn't going to be winning immunities. And she likely, you know, but I mean, listen, two, winner, two times a winner, I don't think people would have given it to her for a third time. And I don't think she would have made big enough moves towards the end. And that's someone that could have also been a shield for Denise. And instead she makes this huge unnecessary move that put a massive target on her back right away at the merge. People were like, whoa, I can't believe she did that. Whoa. Listen, the target has faded for sure to some extent, but it just wasn't, I don't know. I just didn't understand it. It felt weird because then she ends up using the idol on Jeremy who was about to vote her out literally had written her name down and she's like here i'm going to protect you how does that make any sense that is i mean that is a hot take most people have been in favor of this and uh this is this is the kind of but why what's the what's the proponent what's the what's the argument for what's the pro argument for denise's move it's the only thing that she did was got rid of sandra but how does that help her how is sandra a massive threat in this game She's Denise not really. Was, Denise was going for the resume move. She wanted to say, hey, I made this big double idol play to take out Sandra with her own idol. You know, look, that's what she wants to say at Final Tribal. But in reality, the, but the it's move, a weak move. It was a weak it move. It hasn't two aged idols that well for no because, reason. Yeah, because it happened in the pre-merge and now we're seeing bigger moves being made. Yeah. And, Way yeah, bigger by, moves and better yeah. moves. I agree. So if it gets to the point where Denise does make it to the end, is that move really going to look stronger than whatever we've seen happen in the last two weeks and moving forward? Probably Absolutely not. not. Sophie's yeah. blind side is going to be way bigger than that. I completely agree with Robert. She should have voted out Kim or Tony. Tony would have been a phenomenal choice for her because the thing is for Denise to have uh, like- it, No, I don't even want to hear it. No, <laughs> don't put it into the atmosphere. But that would have been, been a horrible choice move. for everyone. That would have been a great move. Like, I was it terrified. Been, it would have been bad for us because he's been so entertaining uh, through now, but still it would have been a good move. It was just, it, I just didn't, it didn't sit well with me. It didn't make sense to me because Sandra was openly helping her, you know? It was just weird. You don't, I feel like in Survivor, if you have someone who's gonna be a friend to you, take the friendship. Why create more enemies? You already have all these people voting you out. They're obviously not on your side. None of them are willing to save you. All of them want you out. 
This one person is trying to save you. Why the fuck would you ruin that? And then go and, and head on the, the rest of the journey with these people who literally were like, you could go tonight and we wouldn't care. Well, I, I guess Denise knew more than we did about the fact that there it, was an initiative in place to not let old schoolers make it to the merge. Okay, yeah. And also Sandra was stupid because she didn't write anybody else's name down and she should have absolutely written somebody yes. else's name down to give herself a chance. There was yep. no reason why she didn't. I mean, she just thought, of thought she should have thought of that. And, and Denise, what hurt her potentially moving forward is that she gave up her idol to play it on Jeremy because she had to make sure that they weren't splitting so that her vote you know her her kill shot on Sandra would have gone through, so she yeah. gave up her second idol when she which was the stupidest part of the thing. Ugh, I just I just didn't like it at all. I didn't but like at the at same all. time. It's like you know if you're gonna take if you're gonna make this move, you need to make sure that it happens. And the only way that she could make sure one hundred percent was for her and her to play to both, both idol. Protected. I know, yeah, but for her to play both. That hasn't worked still. for her now because Jeremy you know her him and denise don't they're not really that interested in working together yeah i don't know why but that's that's the thing to me is i don't know why she was trying so hard to save him as well like why was it so important to get out i just i really don't get it the thing for me is sandra is a threat in a game without great players in my opinion not not to say that she isn't a phenomenal player but as in if you're playing with a whole bunch of winners and she makes it to the end what's the likeliness that she's going to have as great of a resume as somebody like Tony sitting next to them at the end. Right. And I feel well, like, I feel like even if she is a huge threat or she becomes a threat, you know, as the, as the challenges go on, there is every single opportunity to get her out at any point. She's never going to win individual immunity. She is never going to win individual immunity. So she is always up for, up for sale. She's always up to be voted out. It just makes no sense to me. It's like, there's so many bigger targets to get out. I mean, like Robert said, Kim or Tony both had a chance to win. Both are very viable options to win immunity all the time. They would have been much better choices. As you've seen, you and know, Jeremy. as we've all seen, Sandra has found a way to slide to the end of two different seasons and win them both. And no matter how you feel about her as the winner in those seasons, they're two of the best seasons no, she, I, I agree. She really deserved those wins, but if she's going to have a resume worthy of winning in this season, then vote her out at any fucking point during immunity challenges. Realistically, those are, I mean, on, on my list, I've got heroes versus villains as the number one season of all time. I've got Pearl Islands as the number three season of all time. Pearl Islands Kageyan is number two. And um, those, those are some two? epic seasons. <laughs> and Oh, Kageyan's epic. Oh my God. Yeah. It's epic, but number two, I don't know. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't think I'm in I don't think I'm in the minority there. That's an epic season. I that that is Ozzy's first season. I thought that like Yule and Parves. I thought that was one of the Islands is great. That's in my top five. So good. I and so raw. And it's right on the cusp of when quality started getting better on TV. So it's 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 she's just right there. You know what I mean? Gameplay wise, it is beautiful. It's it's really fun to watch. Um, wait, what's your number one? What's your number one? Here's Rose Villains. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Here's first villain's phenomenal. Epic. No, I it's agree. So I agree. Yeah. She definitely, she definitely is a force to be reckoned with for sure. But is she a force to be reckoned with more so than other people that you have to get her out now? There's no time, you know. There's no time frame on these things. If somebody isn't a threat in competitions, why are they even up for discussion early on in the game? 
there that's someone you want to take to the merge that's literally someone you want to take to the merge someone who can't win was, after i think she was going for the resume move and that's that's whoa went, cook yeah. island was not trash jonathan you may please see yourself out of my Pe- party like, you know, obviously people people <laughs> don't like the race okay, thing the theme was horrible and but that the, got thrown out almost but, you know like, okay but you want to know what yeah that's true it got thrown out but also you want to know what that theme did bring to the show that no other theme has brought actual diversity a shit yeah. ton of it a shit ton of it like yeah. how, when's the last time you saw a, t- a reality tv show competition with that many asians in one cast that yeah, was so can, cool to see that theme necessitated cowboy getting casted the, the Fucking greatest love cowboy the greatest survivor ever i, I, I love <laughs> him the case. man invented the vote split what if anybody that? needs to come back what was that headache thing do you remember that headache oh my thing? god yeah where he, yeah he's, he's <laughs> yeah. like He's like leaving these crazy mark. marks on people and he's it's pushing working. so hard and like bring yeah, he's removing the their headaches from their body. Cowboy greatest fire starter in, in the history of Survivor. And that we get John, we get Penner from that, which I love. Oh my god, Penner is fantastic. On One that. of my favorite fucking casts of all times. Oh, I love him so much. Uh it's trash because there was like five good players and a bunch of invisibilia. I don't I don't know, Jonathan. Hold I on. I think there was we a got, lot of good players. Ozzy, who was Ozzie, one of the biggest Penner, threats ever. Harv, Ozzy, Penner, Yule. Cowboy. Cowboy. Billy Garcia. <laughs> um that girl with the weird ass hippiness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe there was five good players, but those were five fucking good players. Those were five fucking iconic, amazing players. No, who who, who made it to final tribal with Ozzy and Yule? Uh, Sandy, Becky, is that it? Becky, yeah, Becky. Be- she was decent. She's good. She was decent. She's decent. Not as memorable, but decent. <laughs> Listen, it was a phenomenal season. All right, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you named all five. Uh, have you guys seen Ozzy's porn? Highly recommended. I I have not. Highly recommended. It's uh, it's one of those like TV show ones really everyone should check it out everyone should absolutely check it out okay so then we have yule i know you're super sad about this one i was so sad about this one garbage i mean it is it is what it is i hate you know what this reminded me of though it was the michaela vote out because both yule and michaela had displayed immense intelligence while trying to strategize in front of their alliance members and that display ended up getting them sent out because people were like shit this person is so smart we can't the, you this know, was, I don't even want to work with them. They're too smart. This was my least favorite episode of the whole season. It's the episode that I was most mad after. Like <laughs> I wait you? to watch I wait to watch Survivor every week. <laughs> and then I had to watch this episode and watch fucking you will get voted out. I don't know how the hell, like they, you know, when you look at those tribes, how the hell did they lose and end up having to go to tribal? I was so pissed. And then I saw the whole thing flip. I figured it was going to be either Wendell goes or Michelle goes. Mm. I didn't think that Yule's name would even come up. And I then didn't it happened. Either. I was so shocked about that. God, I was so pissed. I was like, okay, at least we'll get Yule to the merge. And that it happened like that. <laughs> and you've got Nick who hasn't done shit all season. He's coasting by the Michelle Wendell. Yeah, but don't you team. like him? I just like him. I think he's such a good human. Such a good, it such a good real, character. It really hurt me. Um, it was, it was crazy when um parv got voted out it was so funny when she said that she was like oh voted out before the merge how lame <laughs> never done that before and that's what it felt like all these people yeah. getting voted out before the merge like it was just so lame yeah imagine I, coming I back after numb. 30 years and you get voted out pre- i was really raw with oh. all these all of these these vote outs happening and then when yule went out that's the one where i i finally hurt so much that i went numb 
Omira, we got, we got, we got, got some, some issues. Holy shit. Wow, Jonathan unfriended gentlemen, Omira. We got ourselves a confrontation in the house. Uh, <laughs> Omira says, why did you delete me, Jonathan? Ooh, Jonathan says he didn't do it on purpose, but... I don't know, I don't know if someone... Jonathan lives in New York or not, but it's possible that he went to Omira's Chipotle location and she did not hook him up with a free burrito bowl like he requested. Or even free guac, cheap ass. If I showed up at Omira's <laughs> Chipotle location, I guarantee you I would get the free hookup. Wait, can you I... get free food? Oh, she works there. I want free she would, food. She would hook it up. Steak Omira, I bowl, have to send you. White rice. So when I was in Israel, they don't have Chipotle there. And when I first moved there, I, I was obsessed with Chipotle in high school. The people at my Chipotle near my high school knew me. Uh, I used to go there almost every single day. I would get the exact same thing. They knew my order to the T. Whenever there was the one guy that worked there, he like really got my order just fucking on point uh so i was so obsessed with them i even dressed up as a chipotle burrito one year for halloween that was great and then i went there and i got a burrito in my burrito costume it was fucking hilarious anyways i emailed them when i was in israel and asked them if they would come and open a location in my school (laughs) oh my god and it was the funniest interaction the woman was so nice on the other end we had a little back and forth it was great Wow, I don't know what's more tragic that Irving has never had Chipotle. I guess they don't have them out there in Minnesota, or that Jonathan is stuck in Western New York. That sucks, homie. I feel like there's nothing going on out there. What is in Western New York? Buffalo? No, Buffalo's like northern. What Buffalo's like northwestern New York? York. Like shit. I I actually don't even know. Albany's on the east. Joe says most, listen, the thing is Chipotle is different everywhere in my opinion. Yeah, there's obviously the same recipes and all that jazz, but Chipotle over here is different. It's just different. You know, Moe's around here, Moe's was the first one that we got here. Like we got Moe's a couple years before we got Chipotle. I would not trust Moe's for fucking Mexican food. Yeah, Moe's has faded. Moe's is definitely. Moe's sounds like an Italian sub. Moe's sounds like an Italian sub place. Oh, Jonathan does live in Buffalo. Wisconsin, not Minnesota. Irving, I am so sorry. I mean, is there I, I a was, difference? <laughs> I was thinking that, ooh, I was thinking of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. That's where Iman's from. Uh, That's where Aaron's from. I figured the that- The Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Yeah, the Wrecking Crew. crew. Iman wow. and Aaron. Well, you, whose name you think has been dropped more on this podcast? Kara or Iman? Iman, definitely. <laughs> I invited him in tonight. I don't know if he's going to show up. Well, a lot of good things have come out of Buffalo, though. The Goo Okay, Dolls, Jonathan says he lives in Buffalo. That is in West New York. The Goo Goo Dolls are from Buffalo. Christian Leitner's from Buffalo. Um, I think I that's what I got. Christian Leitner is. Who is that? Oh, God. Is that something before my time? <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't say it's before. Well, sports. Is it like some it's right on your time. Yes, it's, it's sports Football? related. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, basketball. Uh, he was on the dream team. It's all what? good, guys. Yeah. I think I would have known. He was, he, was the, he was the one college guy that got on the dream team. Oh, that's useless. Sorry. Goodbye. Um, um, I love listening to you guys, but you guys do more reality recaps like the challenge. I mean, what other shows do you even watch? We do Survivor. It's hard watched, to recap uh, them every week, Too Hot week, to guys. Handle. I watched that all the way through. Oh, we did watch that. I watched a bit of that. I couldn't finish it. It's a bit annoying. Like, they get they get just, I don't know. I'll have to finish it at another point. You couldn't finish it? When I get in the mood, I'll finish it. It's Yo, guys, not. on Too Hot to Handle, Bryce is iconic. I literally had to rewind. Which one is Bryce? Uh, it's the guy who claims that he has sex every day. 
Shit, which one was he? <laughs> he, shows up, like. he shows up. He shows up in episode Kel's six. Guy. I like you might Kel's not have made guy. it to episode six. So Bryce shows up in episode oh, yeah, six and he goes, my name's Bryce. Uh, the last time I had sex was last night at the hotel. I have sex every day with different girls. <laughs> I lost it. And then he played piano oh. for everyone. He said he's a musician. It was fucking It's awesome. funny when you're watching Love Island and shit like that and they make them reveal their number, their body count. And some of these guys are like 1,000 plus. And you're just like, what the fuck? All right. <laughs> okay, sir. Enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Good. Yeah. See you later. Stay safe, buddy. Uh, yeah, I wish we could recap more. It, when and if I quit my job and just do like everything that I just want to do, I would be down to recap every fucking yeah. show. I love TV. I've always loved TV. I always wanted to be a TV critic. So in a way, this is kind of what we're doing. Actually, this Jonathan and Carlito doing. should do a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Ooh, if you guys want to do RuPaul's Drag Race podcast under the Saniac umbrella, I'm happy. Yeah, we'll to support you it. guys onto the network. Yeah. The um. Okay, so then we have. Uh, Wendell going home. I was pretty pleased at this point because the guy would not stop doing stupid shit. So I was happy you just went. I was just like, I was over. Listen, I like Wendell as a person. Don't get me wrong. I think he got a lot of unnecessary hate. I mean, a lot of unnecessary yeah. hate online. But I was so happy he was out this season because he was just, he reminded me of Tony from his first season, but literally. 20 years younger and without any sense in the world. She was just running around rampage all over the place, doing annoying things, getting in fights with Michelle. It was just weird. I was like, go away, Wendell, go away, go away. Wendell is a, he's a Philly guy. He, he's out here in my hood. Um, him and Bryce hang out. Bryce from Kageon. Bryce went to Temple, which is where I went. Uh, I went to college. So, you went to Temple? Yes. So I, I feel that. the- um, Learn new things every day. Yeah, I feel the connection but Wendell was responsible for a lot of my faves going home. So I had to, uh, I had to say too bad. So sad. My friend, when, yeah, when you got, when you got so the boot, sad. I, when you got the boot, I wasn't losing sleep about it because <laughs> once we got to the merge, all I cared about was Tony. So you had, you had to go down. Yeah. At least you still had your faves in. All right. So then we have Adam again. It felt like, see, the thing is we had all these OG players going out and then we had Wendell and Adam, these two new school players, who were just rascals causing trouble all over the place. Fucking degenerates. I swear to God. Oh my God. Just like making the stupidest moves, doing the weirdest shit. And obviously we have to talk about one of the most iconic moments. Adam shooting his shot with a fucking podium. Let me just tell you, that was so great. I give him all the credit though for doing that because it, he put himself in a position where he could look like an idiot, but tried because it could possibly be true. It could possibly be a fucking idol. So good for him for lowering his guard and just giving it a shot i i was pretty impressed with that that episode adam's boot episode adam's boot episode was so incredible and it was the first episode of the season that took it from okay this is a great season like i'm invested to oh my god this is an epic (laughs) season every the the two episodes since then have been fire so what happens here adam went from someone who preseason I was probably least invested in. I was like, get Adam the fuck out of there. You know, somebody's got to get out mm. in, in, in order for my faves to succeed. And then Adam, once he gets to the point where this episode, somehow I went from just, you know, not wanting Adam to be there to loving him. 
because oh, he, once he made that move, he was he was all in. He was yeah. he was like, yo, I get it. This is my only chance. So I'm gonna say I actually know exactly what you mean. He shows like, so just much calling heart with people. That. Yeah. He's calling people on their shit in tribal. Just like that was come on, who's that going? Whose crazy. name is it gonna be? Was that the first tribal that we really saw a crazy scramble? Was that the first like no, there was there, there was, was before that, but but this yeah, was the there was one of those scramble. pre-merge, but but this one this was this one was nuts. This was off the chain, everybody whispering to everybody. And I honestly, I'm surprised you. there was so much whispering because it seemed like everyone was very settled on Adam. But the way that he was going about it with him, he, you know, you can see like good survivors, they never want to reveal their cards. But mm. Adam knew that that he was up. And he all he knew that he had one play that he was going to try and make, so he just wanted to drive it home with everyone. Like, come on, who's whose name's being said? I yeah. feel like it's me. Ben, can you tell me that it's me? You know, we've been working together begrudgingly all season. Can you tell <laughs> me that it's me? And Ben didn't say anything to him. So Adam had his one move. He sees that flirtily on the podium. <laughs> he gets up and he goes for it. Shani, when he oh, reached for the flirtily. Did you want it to be an idol? Did you I want absolutely it wanted it to be an idol. Yeah. Oh no. my God. I mean, you got to be rooting for him at that point. This I is wanted like, it this so is like bad. classic underdog story. He's there, he's trying and you just, you want him to succeed. You want him to win. And at that point I was so sad when it wasn't. Also, it would have been really cool. It would have been a cool fucking twist for the game. Imagine if that was the case. But I felt like the way they edited it made it seem like it really wasn't going to be one. They just didn't, I don't know. There wasn't yeah, enough there. I feel like I they're usually more clear about when things are idols and not. Um, it would have been great if he had an idol in his pocket. So he tried to get that one. It didn't work. And then he was like, haha, just kidding, guys. And then he like pulls out a real idol. Like, <laughs> oh, I didn't think Jeffrey, about that. I've got an actual <laughs> idol for you. <laughs> I, um, um, he wasn't, yeah. cry- Robert, shut up. He wasn't a crybaby. Like he was emotional. I-, I think Survivor for him is a very emotional experience because of what happened with his mom the first time around. That, so. that was, yeah, that was the defining part of his story on his first season. And it rubbed me the wrong way at times. <laughs> Uh, but he rubbed yeah. me the wrong way on his first season. A lot, a lot less so this season, though. The way that he went out, I did find myself being an, an, an Adam fan. Um, so, props I, uh, to him for that. We'll see what happens on the edge with him. Anyways, then we have Tyson again. Uh, this was so annoying when Jeremy left this tribal and used his stupid fucking advantage to like skip the tribal. I was so annoyed. Obviously, it saved him, but. I didn't mind if he went home. I just wanted Tyson to stay. This tribal was nuts. Holy shit. Yeah, this one was crazy. These trips have been so heated. It's it's out of this world. First of all, the Sophie and um, Jeremy Cold War standoff. That was nuts. Yo, the fact that that Jeremy and Sarah are both trying to play their advantages at the same time. Oh, Sarah, yeah, yeah, Sarah. And they keep speaking. (laughs) It was... I honestly I was on the that edge was of my seat. That was one of those moments that's so yeah, it's just it's pal it's, you're you're freaking out. You're like who's going to do it? Who's going to not do it? You know that they both want to play something. You're they're just waiting for the other person to do it. It was insane. But how come she stole the vote when she didn't have to? That's what didn't make sense to me. She I mean she wanted to make sure. She knew that what, to uh, be, you know, she was probably worried. Weird. She was worried that probably worried that an idol was going to be played. So she just wanted to, to increase sure. their odds and have to fend off three votes instead of four votes. Mm. Um, in, in this case, I was when, when Jeremy got that advantage, I was really hyped because I was waiting because it's never been played before. Uh, there, there was it was in play on or it was offered on Island of the Idols. I think they offered mm. someone a safety without power and they didn't take it. 
So I was very excited to oh, see yeah, what I would remember happen. That. Because I, I, I think the concept of just being like, being able to stand up and say, hey guys, I'm out and then leave is mm. hilarious. I'm actually disappointed that the way Jeremy did it, that he had to hand in his advantage and then sit down. I wish he could have just been like, I'm like, out. Up. <laughs> yeah, like we leave the paper he there. And, and I don't think he had to do all that, but. Now what's crazy to think about is, what if Sarah had spoken up first? Oh, what that's what Derek is saying her? right now. Yeah. And she stole Jeremy. Oh yeah, yeah, he's on it. Yeah, and she said Jeremy. Yeah, that's, that's nuts to me. When you think her. about that, that would have been fucking crazy. Imagine you play an advantage, you steal someone's vote, and then they leave tribal, and boom, you're shit out of luck. You just played an advantage that was useless, which seems to be happening a lot this season. So Jeremy leaves, which he had to. He was the target. He could, you know, if you're Jeremy, can you really count knowing that you're the guy <laughs> No, I don't blame him for doing and it. You, have, you would have that. to count then on can give play it on herself or someone else he had to he definitely had to um and then at, at that point everything goes to chaos the tri the tribe splits we got sophie's people talking over by the torches we've got okay but Kim. how sophie initiated that is so crucial as well she yep. literally looks at the five of them her her plus the four and says how about us five just go decide over there and literally takes that alliance and moves yeah. them away from the fucking seats and starts picking who they want to go home. Like, that's insane to me. The, the lines were just so written in the fucking sand. I mean, that's, that's a death sentence in most of these games. To, to and then that. you've got the four people sitting by themselves, including Michelle playing that weasel game. Michelle votes for Tyson. She doesn't even vote with them. So, oh shit yeah she voted for tyson oh shit i didn't even yeah. what a loser fuck her that's so oh that that's that's what it takes <laughs> that's what it takes to get on shiny shit nice. against tyson that's um, not nice so he's kim, so funny on instagram if you guys don't follow him go follow him he's hilarious yeah, tyson's instagram is golden he's, he's so hilarious. funny on insta shit so kim had made it clear to her people going in that she wasn't going to play it on herself which is the smart honestly the smart move because kim knew at that point kim's like I'm not, if I play this on myself, it's not like I'm going to win. Like I'm only yeah. going to win going down, like in, in burning glory. And so I'm going to try and play it on someone else. And she knew, like, if she would have played it right, Ugh. it would have been a major boost for her. It wouldn't However, have been when she got up, move. It would have guys, been an amazing is, move. This is like psychology 101. Maybe, maybe I'm able to pick up on this easier. Cause I, I've, Shut you know, up, Jonathan. Played, it was not amazing. Sorry. Continue. Maybe I've played, you know, rock, paper, scissors for so long. And in rock, paper, scissors, you're always thinking like, okay, they just threw rock. Are they really going to throw rock again? Are you a rock? You know, you got to think that you have to know your opponent like that. So in this case, <laughs> when you've got uh, them playing to steal a vote on Denise, that's almost like a bait. They're trying to tell you like, okay, we're going to, we're going to steal Denise's vote mm. and then we're going to vote her out. Mm. So Kim, she goes up, she's got. But that was obvious to me, by the way, it was obvious that they weren't going to yeah. vote out Denise because they, it just felt. The know. real surprise would have been if they voted out Michelle, because I wasn't expecting that. But Michelle obviously mm -hmm. has, you know, some agreements with these people since she's being kind of weaselly. Um, it's it's between Denise, Kim, and Tyson. She's got to choose between herself and those other two people. And the way I saw it, and maybe it's because we saw enough of the edit to know, but I was like, God, it's going to be Tyson. It's going to be Tyson. Play it on Tyson. Play it. I was yeah. screaming it. Play it on Tyson. Play it on Tyson. Play it on Tyson. And she thought about it and she thought about it. And I'm sure she went over every scenario and she guessed and second guessed and, and, and third guessed. And eventually she goes, okay, maybe they want me to think, maybe they played it on Denise because they want me to think they're, they're going to vote else, out Tyson. But really they're voting out Denise. <laughs> so she puts it on Denise. Denise uh... gets two votes in the split. 
and then Tyson gets all the rest on him. It's just so sad. It's just so sad. He's such a fun player to watch. He's so enjoyable to watch. But Michelle still screwed them, even if Kim guessed right. That's true. I don't understand. Yeah, that's true, Derek. Why she, I don't know. That's weird. I actually didn't know that she voted for Tyson. I, wh- where do you find out who they're voting for? Because they're not showing they're, it at the end. Which I don't like, by the way. I mean, that is the most essential part of Survivor. I know, you want to be able to so see So they're posting it. it on CBS.com the next day, I believe. Why? That's so stupid. I agree. Like that's, that's always like so been so stupid. That's always been how you study the game. Is yeah, you, get the you pause it and you see who the you see the votes. voting for who. Yeah, that's that's how you really see when it breaks down. But yeah, so Michelle really screwed them, taking another vote away, and I love when I the just, people vote someone out and they're just like, oh my god, I can't believe they got voted out. <laughs> yeah, um, like and then, so then at this point, and and I remember I was even tweeting this during this before this episode even started. I was like, guys, what can what can our our Lord and Savior Tony Vlachos? What can he do to vault? Like he's kind of in the middle right now. He's got an under the radar edit. What can he do to vault himself up to winning status? And that's what I was wondering for that episode. And then you know Tony just goes along with the pack. He makes that vote. But then we get this preview, and I see a little morsel <laughs> of what I've been looking for. We get this preview of Tony running around being crazy, talking to Jeremy, telling Jeremy everyone's going to vote him out. And then that leads into this beautiful all-time Okay, this was a great episode. this was a great move, but I didn't like it because I have really been liking Sophie this season. So Johnny, you pissed. are a tough cookie right now. You're I'm a pissed. tough cookie. Yeah, but it was annoying to me that they like why why pick her of all the people to fucking get out? I don't know, just I thought I felt like Ben was a better choice. Because Ben also has more of a chance of winning these immunity challenges. Not like he is doing so hard now winning these immunity challenges, but he still is a bigger threat. I think what is so great about this is that Tony's logic was spot on. Tony wants to have Sarah in his pocket. Tony can't be the three. That's a classic big brother strategy. Get rid of the number two so you can pop up there and stay. But in reality, like if it got down to Sophie, Sarah, and and Tony, and one of those three had to be voted out, Sophie and Sarah are going to vote. They're going to they're going to work to vote out Tony. Uh, and, and Tony sees that. Sarah, Sarah's and that would be a Tony phenomenal final yeah. three situation. So, to so Tony, I would have loved to have seen that. I would have loved to have seen Tony that. sniffed that out. He sniffed that out. And he took the biggest swing. You're right. Ben would have been a swing, taking out Ben. But taking out Sophie was the biggest swing because Sophie arguably had, let's say, you know, she was maybe first, second, or third place in terms of who had played the best game up to that point. And she goes out. Was this the same episode where they had the fashion show? Because we need to talk about that. That was so yes. funny. Yeah, the fashion see, show. I love the side that we're seeing of Sarah now this season. We're getting to see so much more of her social game. We're getting to see why she won second chances i mean that was like wait was it second chances uh game changers game changers there we go um i mean we didn't get to see a lot of that when she was playing they didn't really show us that kind of footage you know they they showed us more of her gameplay which was more strategic and all the things that she was doing but they didn't show us like this funny side of her and now you kind of see why her social game is phenomenal and Tony needs to get on that social game board. I'd love to see Tony participate in some of this funny shit. He would be hilarious in it. I mean, that, imagine Tony was, modeling. Imagine that Tony was modeling. really funny watching Tony just <laughs> shit all over the fashion show. I you, want him ev- in the fashion show. Everybody knows someone like that. It's like you've got this great group activity going. Yeah. Everybody's playing along. It's fun. And then there's one person who's just <laughs> walking through and blowing corner. up your spot. He refuses to play along with everyone. Uh. And that was Tony. And 
you could just see it, man. Tony was locked into game mode. Tony's like, I don't have time for this. Now I'm making my move. Let's go. So in this episode, this spy roof. Tony, Tony broke the record for most confessionals in an episode. All time. Really? Survivor history. Where the fuck did you get episode. that stat from Reddit? Yeah. That, that was on Reddit. And that, it's been all stat. over Twitter and Facebook since then. Tony broke the record. I think it was 18 confessions. <laughs> Price in one of milk episode. went up. Oh no, no, that was the one before, but that was so funny. I can't, I can't get over it. So the episode starts <laughs> with Tony looking for an idol, pulling a Ben. Really, that's this is what Ben did on on Heroes Healers Hustlers. He was waking up, crack of dawn. Everyone's asleep. It's still dark out, and Tony's looking for an idol. Nick almost blows up his spot, but once again, guys, Nick's not playing that good of a game. Nick literally feeds into Tony's hand. He's like, hey, man, I'll look over here. You know? oh, Nick, and meantime, Tony, I'm guys, I'm sitting there. I'm like, come on, find it, find it, find it, find it, find it. Boom. Tony finds the idol. I knew and, he was going to find it. And for those of you who love Survivor Kageon, which is all of us, you know that Tony Vlachos <laughs> with an idol, this is the start. Tony's bag of tricks. It's coming back. No, this Kageon guy was, was the cool, master. but it pissed me off when he had so many idols by the end. Just Tony's so, bag of tricks. So you didn't many know he was fucking idols. It. it was so many idols. Like it's just annoying. I he worked hard for it. He worked yeah, hard for it. So whatever. Tony gets an idol, and this is the first piece of clout that he has in his game. And then suddenly, then we get Tony trying to mess up Sarah's fashion show, and he's like, "I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play." Then you go on to exile oh. or <laughs> exile. Then you go on to extinction, and parv and natalie find the extortion advantage or disadvantage in this case for tony they Look, give it I to tony i love this advantage i love this one i think you've it's got so, tony such a great move on the girls part yeah. too and i love i love the way they're just like we need to think of someone chaotic <laughs> who's and then you just crazy. get the focus on tony's face and then it goes to commercial <laughs> it was incredible it's so and, funny their reasoning was on point and then you see tony scrambling through the jungle in classic tony blanchos fashion and then he gotta falls get these tokens gotta get these tokens. he falls and then yeah we get him coming up with just this brilliant scheme he's like because he's been trying to play both sides in this episode so realistically he can go to either side and get whatever tokens he needs because those people those people both of them both sides need i was him. impressed he i mean yeah, they but can't I was, have I was tony impressed. losing a vote yeah they have to pay they have to pay up so that they can have tony's vote which was fantastic so tony goes up to jeremy he's like hey man come on Jer- jeremy i need a fi- i need a token i need a fire token i promise i'll pay you back i swear i'll pay you back <laughs> i love and, your tony and then, impression and then he's going up to nick he's getting a token from nick he goes to michelle michelle makes up her bullshit weaselly excuse because I'm, michelle i can't believe tony bought that that was so weird did do you, we think do we think that he bought it though i, I mean i, I, feel mean, like I think he back. bought it it looked like he really bought it he like wasn't i don't know it was just she's like oh yeah I, I dropped four tokens for an advantage that i don't get <laughs> until i get to extinction like yeah right Shit. okay bye i don't i don't know about oh i agree with michael the tony was he was reading it like he was getting this crazy advantage oh my god so i can, play this. I can, this, I can play this on any i can extort amazing. someone which i can't do in real life because i'm a cop and then he gets to the end this uh, is being played on you Oh god. That was so funny. I love the way that they wrote out that that disadvantage or advantage or whatever the fuck it was cuz they only put that at the way end. And and the way that they have them read out 
the scrolls on Survivor, like their hands are covering the bottom sentences. They really, you know, it's really until you're reading to that point. Yeah. So he's, he's so excited reading this whole thing. It's fucking hilarious. So yeah, Tony, oh, poor little he, tone. he goes around to the entire island asking everyone for their tokens. He, it's like the Bernie Sanders meme. I am once again asking you for your <laughs> fire tokens. Oh and he extort he extorts he does the extorting tony had two fire tokens of his own he gets four fire tokens from the rest of the cast he promises to pay everyone no back. he gets three fire tokens from he he had three already no he had to pay up six he had two already he had three already we're gonna he have got, to double check he got one from um <laughs> wait no let's figure this out right now so he had two he got, <laughs> he got one, one from, from nick okay good exactly i think he got one from one jeremy from, one from jeremy and one from ben yeah. I thought he had to pay up six. <laughs> yeah, he did. He had three already. And he somebody got three else, more. Somebody else threw him a token. No, no, no. I'm telling you, he had three already and he got three more wow. because he went in that confessional. One of the confessionals, he's like, that's double what I have. I remember that's it. that settles it, guys. Yeah. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch this excellent episode. <laughs> oh, it was so guys, good. I, I'm gonna have I to rewatch say this for whole the, season for sure. For the first time all episode, I have I am wrong. I admit it. <laughs> I'm wrong for and I'm for the so first high time this point, whole season. you guys. So things yeah. are really kicking in, and I I got that. My mental power is still here. <laughs> the the first time all season long, I I'm wrong. I admit it. He needed three. And, so fun um, when Zach is wrong. Wait, can you say that again and slowly so we can cut this into I a little clip? Am wrong. I'm Wait, incorrect. once more. Once more. <laughs> I am wrong. There um, you go. That's excellent. But, Perfect. So, I mean, that's good. Sound for Tony. He, secured. He, Tony only has to pay yeah. back three fire tokens now, so that's great. Yeah, so he gets it, but I was impressed with the fact that he actually managed to, to politic that, to make to make that happen. Obviously, he's so chaotic that he would do it, but the fact that people were willing to give him the token, I guess they really need him for that tribal, but it was yeah, still- Yeah, he's a I hustler. Mean... <laughs> and here, here's the thing about Tony, and, and I think this is why I love him so much, is that Tony technically, based on his season alignment, he premiered in season 28, technically, he is new school. And- that's true. You know, the way that, not that far away. Yeah. And the way that he has benefited from, you know, the way that he has played advantages, it, he does have a new school style in that sense. However, Tony to the bone, his personality, his chaotic, old you know, school. play, his unconventional play style is old school. Like that, those, those are the, that's who you would most identify him with. Because when you think about newer winners, you think very calculated, Mm. You think very by the numbers game bot, you know, they win with, with, with just very straightforward play where they go back and forth between just all this stuff. But Tony is so chaotic. He was so innovative on his season that he won coming up with all these little, just out of the blue strategies where it's like, wow, this is, we're 28 <laughs> seasons in and I've literally never seen this before. Wait, what, what was the rumor about the thing that he did um, with lying about the idol or lying? What did he do? So he had he had a couple epic moves on Kageon. One, no, but because I've heard that it wasn't allowed or something, or that they, he wasn't oh, allowed to do that. So at, at Tribal, he went into his bag as if he was going to pull out an idol, and he was gauging the reaction of, of of people to see how they would react to him doing it. Yeah, and there was there was another time where he played an idol and he said he was playing it on someone, and then he looked at I think Spencer to see like read Spencer's no, face something else what did he and do? then he switched to he was playing it on it was like he said he lied to the group he said that like he can use this up until a certain point right he said that he could use his idol like down to the final three or some bullshit like that oh oh yeah his, his super idol 
Right, but wasn't that wasn't that not allowed? I've read so many things after the fact that say that you. Can't I, lie I haven't about read advantages. anything about that, but yeah. So he put he put that. Well, like it. He yeah he he lied he lied about that. He had he had to play it by final five. I didn't I like him in Kagayan. I won't lie. I didn't like him. But when I rewatch <laughs> when I when I rethink about it, like he's one of those people who grows on you. Once you understand his personality, he's far more enjoyable. But he was so annoying. But he's and I just never who... wanted him to win. I was so annoyed that he kept finding fucking idols. I was like, stop finding idols for fuck's sake. But what <laughs> he's doing with those idols, idol. it's it's like, do you want to see some random basic ass player find those idols, or do you want to see Tony Vlachos find them? and come up with all these you know tony's yeah, but i wouldn't have minded if like cast found some idols them. you know look i i, I love cast too <laughs> cast was great on twitter this week because she you know was she's she? played with tony <laughs> and she was watching she was like assigning people roles she's like okay this is like kageon all over again ben is woo <laughs> you know she was just like replaying that and and you it, it made sense the way that that game played out is very similar to what's happening right now um, yeah, I mean, I could so, see him at the end at this point for sure. He's he's the most viable option to win right now. I love Derek's point. So, so Tony, Tony wins immunity. And do do you think he already had to give up his fire token to someone to start paying back his debt? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, he won two, and he asked. Yeah, three. So I was thinking, which one is he gonna? Which ones are he gonna repay first? Yeah, how's he gonna? Yeah, yeah. he. I would say he would have to pay Drama. Nick back first because Nick. Drama, Nick Drama, is is Drama. his Nick is his woo in this situation. Nick is the guy who's gonna like be in Tony's back pocket to the end. <laughs> woo um, is such a funny cat. Um, <clears throat> okay, so let's go on. Oh wait, no, we finished Sophie, right? Well, we're we're talking. We're just talking about we're this episode as a whole. We're mid Sophie. So, yeah. So Tony then wins immunity. He's already done all of this stuff, and then he wins immunity. He wins an immunity challenge. It really like once again. I wouldn't have expected I was him to win it. Shocked that he won this immunity challenge. I was. I've been shocked that he's been winning. That we won both of those. I yeah. couldn't believe it with my eyes. Ben's balance like, is it? really something. Like Ben is is really good mm. in balance based scenarios, but you could tell that they had to stand there for so long locked up. You, it really took a toll on them after it was over. Ben and Jeremy looked like they were hurting after that immunity challenge ended. Survivor challenges look so hard. There's you're yeah. bracing so many like these balancing things where you have one fucking stick and one little tiny thing or you have blocks on like this tiny platform just are so dependent on the environment as well, right? A gust of wind and ba-boom, your entire yeah. thing goes down. Like there's so it's so much harder than so many of these other competition shows and the challenges on some of these other competition shows compared to the fucking challenge like these are you know you're on a fucking log for three hours could you imagine challengers standing on a log for three hours no way no i i, I couldn't no way. i would love to watch it <laughs> it just would never happen uh, so just- tony wins immunity and once again it just frees him up to keep bringing chaos into this tribe he knows he's safe mm-hmm. and he knows that He's got to make a move at some point. Now he's got an idol. He's got immunity. He can start taking some chances. And man, he just, he does the perfect move. He was ready to take out Jeremy. He was going to go with the okay, numbers. But do he was you get think, rid of Jeremy. Do you think that Sophie was a better move to take out right now? Yes, I do. So, than Ben. Yeah. Yeah. For his game, it was a good move. For my enjoyment, it was not a good move. <laughs> I love Sophie too. Uh, and, and trust I me, like really liked her this season. I I just was so impressed with her gameplay when she told Adam that he was fine and tribal. That was yeah. a moment that will forever stick with me when it comes to Survivor. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I think you're fine. Oh, just I had delicious, um, delicious. You know, moment. I had reservations about Sophie beating Coach in South Pacific. 
Coach well, played, yeah, you like Coach for some stupid reason. Coach played an incredible uh, game. Coach he is an so annoying. Game. He's so annoying. Returning so players in annoying. that setting, they usually don't make it that far. You can look at Edge of Extinction for an example. You know, you he was bring like a back cult leader. That, he was like, he was just an was annoying. Great. It was great. But Sophie owned him in Final Tribal. She won that season. There's not many Survivor Absolutely. seasons. There's not many Survivor seasons that get decided in Final Tribal. Those seasons are cool. You know, when when yeah. it really is a, an open game and someone's got a when better it's a jury killer speech fucking yeah. speech. Yeah, I love I love hearing greats. I love when the jury actually listens to the speeches. When someone has a phenomenal final speech and they take that in and they're like, you know what? You deserve it because of that. I yeah, love coach that. is coach is getting ripped. Coach is yeah. getting ripped in the comments. <laughs> Woo! See, coach sucks. Coach is so annoying. The-, the only good part about coach is coach Chi because <laughs> that is the funniest thing in the whole world and that you guys, is coach perfect. is survivor coach is what survivor is all about he's this guy so obnoxious. is so Just incredible the way he talks he's so condescending he's like he's like philip yeah i want to see i want to <laughs> yeah. see coach and philip on a season together are you kidding me i actually I would like that. to see that i, would like I to want see that coach <laughs> philip and shambo all on the same tribe together that is what i want am i asking for too much by wanting that a little bit yeah you can have all you can have 17 other newbies but just give me coach philip and shambo all playing survivor together that would be great <gasps> jonathan says coach fakes religion for votes that's gross Listen, now jonathan, i have a controversial I, opinion look <laughs> I, I think fa- faking religion for votes is totally acceptable and i think I think swearing on the Bible is fine because if you don't believe in it, then it means nothing. It's just a fucking book, right? If you don't believe in God, it means absolutely nothing. I understand being respectful to religion, but when you're in a game like that, also, how can people take swears so seriously? Why is swearing on your family even a thing? What is meant to happen to the family if you break the I mean, swear? Tony swore on his badge in Kageyan. That, that was controversial to some people. Like, if I say I swear on, on my family that I'm going to vote this way and then I don't, what's, what's, the, what's the rule? What's meant to happen to my family? Are they supposed to die if I break the yeah, swear? I don't, I don't get know. it. Depends on how you look at people it. People have broken swears all the time throughout history. And I feel like the pattern of results must be that those people aren't dying because they're breaking swears. So why is it still such a thing? I can say that I follow Coach on Instagram. He's clearly a very religious man. But it's having said annoying. that, he did know what he was doing fully well. <laughs> he knew what he was doing Wait, was this in when that he was situation. Like manipulating Brandon? Yeah, particularly to, to manipulate Brandon. Um, and oh, Brandon Coach, deserves it. Coach, you know, if he would have if he would have taken Sophie out before Final Travel, Coach would have won that season. And Coach could have won it in Final Travel. He still could have beaten Sophie. He, I've heard him say it. Like he knows he just didn't do mm. well enough at Final Travel. He didn't connect enough with the jury on his speech. <laughs> Shit, Ozzy could have won that season. Ozzy would have been deserving to win that season if he would have survived. Oh, I know. And, and you know how taken. sad I was that Ozzy like was just shit shit out of luck with the numbers. Like, and I that would have been so unique. So that, that would have been such a unique win because you would have seen him come back from from uh, Exile Island, go back or Redemption Island, go back, come back, and he would have still been Ozzy. deserving just because of the way that he played and and the way he had to compete all that time to keep winning. What Which a shame why... that we never got prime Aussie on the challenge. You know, young Aussie. I know. Wow. It, it, it's crazy to me. Oof. It's crazy that they never cast And then him. him and Dunbar could have been cast in the same season. They would have bumped into each other and been like, hey, I saw you at that. Oh, you, that you porn did gala. Too, you were, yeah. yeah, I saw you at the, oh, that's crazy. The studio. Yeah, hey, how's it going? Cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, so, hilarious. yeah, I mean, we both love Sophie here. 
in this case, though, she she got run over by an all time single episode performance with an idol in her pocket. Idol in her pocket. Oof, that is just the brutal part because she had no inclination. I mean, there really was no hint at all that she was going to be voted out. So I I understand why she didn't play it. Um, Evan wants to know who was it that pretended his grandma died. And that was oh, Johnny, Johnny Fairplay. Fairplay. Yeah. I fucking love all, Johnny Fairplay. All time moment. What? When his boy Thunder D comes out. I, I've actually always thought about that. Like why people didn't use family visits more to manipulate the cast. And so the fact that he did that, that was, I thought that was great. Yeah. I thought it was great. Sophie, um, when, when people say that someone is shook, when they're like, he or she was shook. <laughs> Sophie was shook. Sophie was the most shook I've ever seen anyone. She oh, did when not, she cried like, on Edge yeah. of Extinction, that and was it so hurt. Sad. It hurt to see because I like Sophie, but yeah, that was a blind side. Tony organ orchestrated this so perfectly. He specifically waited just before they left for Tribal so that there wouldn't be enough time for that news to yeah, get out. Yeah, for the scramble and the the talk. And then on Wait. top of that, he he had to he leveraged Jeremy because Jeremy was in such a weak position. He leveraged Jeremy to have to go to Michelle. And break the plan to Michelle. So Tony didn't have to get his hands dirty going to too many people. And if also, I was Tony, did you I wouldn't have Jeremy's wanted to go to the, a... Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to talk to the most Weasley person in the game this season Shut about up, having dude, to get her vote. She's being either. a cool weasel. Did you? Um, but she is being a weasel nonetheless. She is okay. She did vote for Tyson though. I can't. Ah, there's too much. Too many things happening now. in my head. Like I like her, but she voted for Tyson. It's just. It's it was struggle. good on Tony because if I'm from Tony's perspective, I'm definitely not trusting Michelle. So he ha- he leveraged Jeremy. He made Jeremy put that together tony already knew he had nick in his pocket jeremy's face all the dominoes fell into place jeremy's face looking at ben when the votes were happening that's one of those tribal reaction faces that are hilarious to me he's just like (laughs) and he's like because jerry yeah like jeremy knew ben was full of shit and he he had to he had to make it happen you know he he had to use that moment because he knew he was going to catch votes to finally look at Ben and, and with his eyes call Ben like, on yeah, his bitch. shit. I Jonathan, Jonathan, stop it. <laughs> What's he saying? <laughs> stop it. He's throwing my queen under the Yo, bus. He's trying facts. to cross contaminate fans here. Facts. That is actually factual. I am completely with that. Michelle is Tory Hall. I like them both equally. I like them both equally. Michelle is playing the um, game this season from the bottom. Tory played from the top always wait can we talk about this rumor in our comments right now michael is saying that coach and jerry hooked up what yeah heroes versus villains did they was that actually- seemed pretty close i believe it okay pretty close is different than hooking up i want she was into the dragon slayer i want information oh my god he's so unattractive i could never Ugh. i agree with irving tony shouldn't have to pay back his debt to jeremy jeremy should erase it oh that's true and then he has his two tokens he can pay back to nick and ben and all of his debt is cleared Wow, just like everybody should be clearing all the Tony economics, baby. <laughs> Tony economics. Um, Richard Hatch did a video on Sophie and being blindsided. It was really good, says Michael. We should check I will that definitely out. watch that. Definitely check. As long as he's not naked. I'm not in the mood for another porn right uh, now. I'd probably still watch it. Why not? Actually, maybe I would. Yeah. Don't kink shame, Shawnee. I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know if I would. He's no Aussie. It's a different story. Richard and Ozzy. Could you imagine a video with them together? <laughs> Imagine if they did the four-way show and it was just them two and like two other girls. <laughs> have any have any female reality stars done that show that we know of? Oh my God, this is this is uh, legendary. <laughs> Je- Jenna Lewis from from Survivor season one. She had she like self leaked no her own porn 
like way early on. Oh, but that's not that same show. I'm talking about that weird, that weird um, four-way show that Dunbar and fucking Ozzy have been on. Oh, oh yeah. Like one of those Skinamax shows. Yeah. I really want to know if anybody else has done that, that we know of. Can somebody please find out? Someone do like some digging. Someone do some digging for us. Um, anyways, that's pretty much this whole season. There's been so many funny moments though. I feel like we should talk about more things. Well, how do you see this playing out moving forward? Luckily, you know, I remain unspoiled on the game moving forward from this point, which I am so thankful for. And I'm going to unfollow every human being (laughs) from now on. Yeah. Um, Robert, please don't tweet shit. I beg of you. Next week, it looks like it's going to be incredible. There's going to be a Tony and Sarah fight because Sarah's, Sarah's pissed that Tony just got one over on her. And then we have Tony and I saw people predicting this preseason. People were like, Tony has done the spy shack. He's done the spy bunker. (laughs) The only thing left to do is do the spy nest. The spy nest. That's going to be hilarious. How do people not look around to see if he's there? I mean, it seemed like Sandra kind of had him picked out earlier in the season when he was doing it, but I don't think there's any way they will expect this. He is well hidden (laughs) in a tree. I saw somebody on Twitter, I think, calling it the hashtag sky shack. That is incredible. Sky Shack. That's Sky great. Shack is an awesome name. That's phenomenal. I always wonder how he does all this shit, like looking for an idol in the dark, uh, putting your hands in dark holes in the middle of the forest. Is nobody on this show scared of spiders? Like not one person, <laughs> because I swear to God, that to me is one of my biggest fears. Like just in a tree. Oh my God. I can't, I can't even just the thought of that is so scary to me. Putting my all hands. All they can think about is the money. I just, all they I can think even. about is I that money. Even. And you're climbing in a tree. Think about all the webs that are there. Oh, I don't even walk under trees when I'm walking my dogs at night. I, go I think like, that Tony moving forward is so set to win. The only way I see him losing is if we get to final four and everyone's like, yeah, Tony has to go. He's he going to win. And yeah. then he loses immunity. I think that's the only way he goes out. Um, but what we have right now is Tony for now is in command of a majority alliance. But for how long? Will, for how exact, long? But once you once that runs out, is going to be is going to actually have that alliance intact still. I don't. Feel I like think it. so. I, I I think they're going to pick off. You know, let's say like Ben, or maybe they go after. Well, he can't really go but after. But Ben Michelle is Ben is considered. Oh wait, you mean his? You mean his new alliance? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Tony, yeah. Jeremy, <laughs> Nick, and Michelle. And they can just muscle, you know, I think maybe you'll see like Ben or Denise go home. But here's the thing. If Tony gets in any trouble, he's got his bag of tricks. He's got an idol. And he's <laughs> going to keep looking. Tricks. He's going to keep, because there's going to be an idol going back into the game. So if he just went out with an idol, so another one's going back into the game. Michelle's Tony got her 50-50 advantage. Robert says Tony or Sarah's going to win. I would love to see Sarah win this. I'm not I wouldn't lie. because I I'd really dislike Sarah coming into this game, and I'm gonna. She's Do you been, still dislike Sarah? No, she she's been she's been way cool this season. She's been um, amazing. Also, I'm you're weird for not on, liking her for Game Changers. Look, I I, uh, I think that Sarah benefited in the end from the new jury format, and I really don't like the new jury format. Um, but okay, yeah, wait, explain to me what this current season's jury format is going to look like. They're all voting everyone yes everyone votes yeah Every, Sand- everyone, Sandra's on not gonna ex- vote. everyone on extinction apart from sandra yeah apart from sandra that's pretty crazy so they're all like that's that's a nuts 
imagine thinking about that in and of itself. When you're playing this game right now, playing this season, you have to consider that. That's a huge factor. That's something that they've never done before. Every single person is in a fucking boat. Ooh, Evan brings up a great point. I didn't think about that. You're right. There's eight people left. It was a 4-3-2 split. So we've now got 4-4. Four, four. Four. And essentially, Tony, he's he's almost the swing. He can swing what he can swing whatever way he wants. The other direction, but I have a feeling that somebody's going to swing towards their direction. Yeah, he, he's he's going to draw someone in who, who's going to want to save themselves. All right, guys. Before we get out of here, I want to know who everyone thinks is going to win this season. Who everybody wants Ooh, to win. This I don't. Season. These people might know spoilers. They might know oh, spoilers. So, so whoever they then. say, so go they're going to be like, oh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know. We don't want to know. We don't want to know. Fine. Who who gets voted out next? That's what I want to know. Who do we think gets voted out? Know, look, I, I do like Sarah. Maybe some of her maybe some of her politics are bothering me. Maybe I'm letting that paint some bias for me. I don't know. Slightly. I I feel like I I don't know. I love I love Sarah. I just think she's. I, I know I know you need to like remove that when when you're when you're watching a game. You know what it is? You like players that are annoying. That's what you are. I, I do you love annoying players. Yeah, I, but, I don't really go for like I don't really go for the game bot types. And Sarah's just you, like an ultimate game bot. But would you like playing with annoying players, or would you like playing with less annoying players? I would like playing with chaotic players because I would be like I would oh, don't be change running, the words to chaotic. It's annoying. I would be running the show. I would be the lord. I'd be like the lord of the flies in in that scenario. That that's honestly like the way I used to like when I was in high school. I used to do this thing where I was like, I'm going to find the weirdest kids ever. And I'm going to have like a summit. I'm going to have a freak summit and, and I'm just going to shepherd <laughs> all these wondering weird why I gathered kids. you all here yeah, today. <laughs> yeah. No, I legit did that one time in my astronomy class. I was like, excuse me, if I get a bunch of kids, uh, <laughs> if, if I'm able to get them uh, hall passes from, from their teachers, their respective teachers, can I bring them into class and we can have like a big summit? And she said, yes. So I had all these weird kids and I, I shepherded them into our class. They did a, a presentation on their on their weirdness. So I would love to play with with the Phillips and the coaches. The it's world. kind of how you play the challenge world too. You're always picking. It is. Game. Yeah, I always aligned with with you know very questionable. Zach's a little gang of nut, people. Nutcases. Yeah. Um, ben or Nick needs to go next. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so who do we want back from Edge? That's that's another thing. And when is the, when is the next competition going to happen? It has to be soon. Right? I hope next episode? I, in Edge of Extinction, it happened final seven, I think. I feel or like no, it happened final six. So I hope they do it a little sooner. I think they'll. I think it'll be like the next one or two episodes. They've got honestly. It. You know who would be close. hilarious to come back from Edge at this point would be Rob. <laughs> who? <laughs> that, that, that would, would be, be actually best. really funny. But because I feel like no, he would just yeah. get voted out right away. Yeah, nobody's gonna want him there. Nobody. Nobody. I, I, I would see be Tyson back again. That would be a cool story. <laughs> no, I don't want to see Tyson back again. He he. For his own sake, nobody wants to see Tyson go out three times. <laughs> oh God, that would be so sad. All right, guys, I'm pretty good. Zach, you good? Do you have anything else to talk about? The last thing I have to say, and granted, I'm sure most of the people here have already done it, you guys, in, in the challenge world, and I'm currently doing some research on this, but it would, you know, we love our vets. We love our challenge OGs. And Nehemiah Clark from oh, yeah. Real World Austin, he was very candid recently about how you know, he's people ask him when he's going to go back on the challenge and he's interested in going back on the show. But, but, he, but I, don't, was, I don't understand this because I, I feel they've been casting people who are who have less followers. I don't get it. Well, that is what I want to try and sort out here. But I, I do see when it comes to like their native 
people, they're native real world or road rule veterans. It's like a different set of circumstances. And he, he said it was made clear to him and granted this could be by production, but it could also be by D who he's living with right now <laughs> and yeah. is currently on the show. But it seems like some form of that made it clear to him like, Hey man, you need, you need at least like 50,000 more followers to even be on the radar for this. So he started being candid about that and saying, Hey, I want to get those followers. What do I have to do to get those numbers? I'll make, I'll make an only fans. I'll, I'll do, <laughs> I'll do whatever the kids are doing these days. And I saw that. And I immediately said, you know what, this is what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for someone to say something like this. I've been waiting for this to be put out there because it, when I look at that, it makes me feel like, well, there's something we as fans can do. If we want input on who the challenge puts on their show, if we say, hey, we want more old, we want more vets, we want fresher Absolutely. veteran faces, well, then let's do that. Let's mobilize, let's group together, and let's give him the followers. In challenge fans, there's 31,000 group members. In challenge talk, you know, there's like an additional 10,000 group members. So if all of these people are grouping together, Nehemiah yesterday, when we put this plan into motion, he had 6,400 followers on Instagram. I know we uh, we accomplished some fucking shit man as of now he's got 7200 so that's almost a thousand uh followers that have come into his sphere in in a day so I'm pushing this on everyone we if you guys haven't if you're a survivor person and you don't care just do it anyways because all you have to do is go on Instagram find oh, Nehemiah Clark he also does he does a lot of like vegan cuisine and stuff like he's, that he's really very cool. interesting he would be interesting on the show because he's good friends with Wes he's got an in with D so he would already have built-in storylines on the show he was he 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 um he was the appointed minister or, or whatnot the the ordained minister <laughs> at Wes's wedding yeah I remember um, that the photos for that were cool yeah so he he's a really interesting person and he's the kind of fresh vet that you would want back on the show and i've always said one of the coolest things that survivor has ever done is they listened to the fans and they said hey we're going to give you a ballot here's 40 people and you're going to pick the cast for next season and we've always talked about this for the challenge like if yeah. the challenge wanted to engage their fans oh, they could say hey guys so cool they could say hey guys we're we're doing this season look we're locking in 10 players and we're going to let you choose the other 10 here you go here's your choices so this is the first step in that. This is the first step where we can all say, hey, we do want to see this guy. Look at all the people that are saying that, that they want to see him. Well, so that's we're how, gonna... I mean, I, I know Marie's been getting, was getting callbacks anyways, but I feel like that's yeah. how she ended up getting back on. And I credit myself for this because in Challenge Fans, I was just always mentioning her name. I was always like, why doesn't she come back? She should come back. Yeah. Da, da, da. And this was when she was on a big hiatus. And then literally the season after, she was back up there because there had just been so much hype built up around her name. And whether or not it was because maybe she saw that and thought, okay, there's a lot of hype around me. Maybe I'll go back on and give it a shot. Or if it's because the production was like, shit, the fans want to see Marie, let's get her on. Either way, it definitely does something. And so if we can get there to be a lot of hype around Nehemiah, I would love that. And it's not to say I want him to now be a regular on the challenge for every single season to come, right? I don't want yeah, anyone I, to I be that way. But I would love to see a comeback. He is, uh, do we have him locked in for an interview yet? Yes, we do sort of we um, sort of do it's tentatively it, on tuesday and so yeah. is d so we might have a little marathon of interviews on tuesday going on for you yeah. guys we, we we've got lots of content coming about this but i have been looking into follower counts of people that are on the show and you can see some patterns i'm going to write something about it we'll post it but we're going to keep posting this like we want to keep getting nehemiah followers mm. just as a social experiment just to see so the first goal is to get him over ten thousand. because one thing we don't know is 
how much of an effect is there? What are these people at before they get on the show? And then what kind of influx of followers do they have after? You know, how, what was Dee's follower account before she started doing the challenge? I think now? it was, uh, yeah, we can ask her when it was, we can ask her when we have her on. That's but I, I think it yeah. was under 10K, if I'm not mistaken, or just around that, because I remember adding her on Instagram and my message not going straight to other right away. Like she had answered it yeah. within a good time frame. It was a shorter, I mean, there was just a smaller number there. And then now she's at what, 100K, just under? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, she's just under. Yeah, just and, under. Yeah, so she was a relative unknown before she got on the show. So, you know, some people, they get on with lower counts because of format. Some people, they're, you know, clearly scouted by production because they, you know, they, they love that influence. A lot of people that started on MTV shows, their follower accounts aren't that big, but when mm. they've done a couple seasons, they really start to stabilize. Um, yeah, that's so, true. Especially ooh, like the real thing says Reddit has the counts before and after. Good. I'm going to use that for my article that I'm writing. So oh, I'm going to nice. put something together and we're going to keep pushing it. And if you know anyone, like just tell them, hey, go throw this guy a follow. We, we at least need to get him over 10,000. So we're going to keep- pushing. Yeah, let's all throw him a follow. I have followed him on every single account that I have on Instagram. Um, for interviews, those will be Tuesday. We'll be back on here doing the recap for the challenge on Thursday. And then we're thinking maybe again uh, over next weekend or maybe again on Tuesday. So we'll have lots of content for you guys. We know that this quarantine has been a bit dull for everyone. So hopefully we can be on here live doing more shit. Maybe we'll talk about uh, that love show if I ever get through it. So we'll see how it goes. If you guys have anything specific you guys want us to do, any types of of uh, content you want us to release, more of cer a certain something that we're already doing, let us know, drop it in the comments. I love your guys' feedback. Um, this is honestly, I, I am more motivated to do Survivor content because Robert has been so persistent about it. So if you guys <laughs> want to motivate me, definitely be persistent about it. I love that. I think it's exciting when you guys are excited about it. Uh, damn, how many you have, sis? Everyone is on TikTok now. Yeah, TikTok has been a big thing. TikTok has been huge. All of the fucking challengers, all of the Big Brother people, yep. they're all doing TikTok now. It's a little bit nuts. Uh, Swaggy's been trading on Forex. That's been a bit weird. Um, yes, we stand Franny and Harry. Yeah, that's from the love show. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Let us know what you guys are watching. Maybe we'll tune in and watch it. If you guys have not seen Money Heist yet, get your fucking butt to Netflix. It's so good, okay? Trust me. Also, go to Amazon Prime. Their shows have been really amazing the past few years. So check those out. If you haven't, you have a lot of seasons there. You can binge watch some awesome fucking content over there. Uh, and we have a Twitter recap for this week's challenge. So we'll get that up tomorrow. You guys will see all the tweets from all the cast members. And of course, Jennifer's recap is going to come out probably Monday. Following that, Lauren Beck TikTok is amazing. I'll have to check that out. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm down with that. We'll see it. All right, Zach, Spread say bye. Word. Yep. Follow Nehemiah. We'll talk to you guys. We love you guys. Oh, follow us on Instagram too. Um, Shawnee Sweet. Yeah. So that's ZCal7 to 7. 7 to 7. Let's do it. Bye.